Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. We interrupt this program to bring you a special bulletin. You're listening to BTW. I'm Wildcat Dad 17. You're listening to BTW. Good luck and get good. You're listening to BTW. I am Dino. Good luck and get good. You're listening to BTW. And we're going to drop some PvP knowledge. I'm AstroZombie954. And we're going to drop some PvP knowledge. You're listening to BTW. Good luck and get good. You're listening to BTW. And we're going to drop some PvP knowledge on all you suckers. What's up all you Singapore grandmas and welcome to another episode of the BTW Beginner to Winner PvP podcast. I'm AstroZombie954. I'm WildcatDad17. And I'm Dino. And today is Monday, April 3rd. Um Yeah. How do you how do you like being called a grandma? Where did you get that I, from? I, I, I saw so many grandmas sitting at tables this weekend. Like, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So where did I get this from? Uh, yes. So I didn't know what was going on. And then Matthew had told me about it. Um, I guess the what is it? The VP of Pokemon Go. Correct. Yeah. Uh, did an interview with uh, Eurogamer and it says the medium player of Pokemon Go is probably someone like a Singapore grandma, Singaporean grandma who walks with her senior group of 30 to 60 minutes every morning as part of her exercise and social routine, who mostly focuses on catching Pokemon with her friends and maybe very occasionally, or maybe not at all, raids. Sounds very accurate. That's like so, the most accurate thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> this is the April Fool's joke, right? Look, this- I, I was busy Saturday, so this is an April <laughs> Fool's joke, right? I wish. Oh my god! Wait, w- this wasn't on April first. No, this. I just not. clicked the article. <laughs> I just cl- I just clicked the article. There's no way. I literally, I'm like, okay. I actually thought legitimately this was a joke. Like at first, like I I didn't even like question it. I'm like, okay, this is a yeah. joke. 
but you guys I are telling me it was. It, oh it's not God. like the trainer club. Like that okay. was a legitimate <laughs> joke. <laughs> like that was some people were like, wait, this, this article was not even published on the thirty first. This article was published on the thirtieth of March. Yeah. Are they like 25th, 48 hours ahead? I don't know. March. <laughs> There's no way to justify this, right? There, there is no way to justify it. And this article will be in the show notes, right, Matthew? Of course. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what's even, well, what I think is even better is um, he sends that. And my first response was, man, I don't remember when Wildcat said that. <laughs> Of course, that was your felt, first thing. I felt like it was something that Wildcat would have said. You're not wrong. Is the but, but, but here's the thing that may explain why we trend so well in Singapore on the charts. That's one of our best performing regions, actually. I guess, yeah, they're listening Look, to it us. Makes sense. That's who's playing on and, there. And well, we know that it's for more than thirty to sixty minutes because of a retention of listening. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there you go. So, we'll, we'll give him actual data of what his uh, his players are. <laughs> Right <laughs> in Singapore. <laughs> uh, so, but yeah. Um, so, besides that fun stuff, um, we'll we'll save. Let's save Wildcat for last. I agree. Um, Dino, how was your weekend? Or how was your week? It was good until you know certain few announcements came out. You know, it's gonna it's gonna be interesting when we go over that, but. Uh, besides that, you know, I almost have uh, enough XL candies for my Lugia, so I'm very excited about that. Apparently, I'm going to become a Master League uh, master now, according to Wildcat. Yeah. Um, he's literally doing a Lugia raid as he's talking. I'm catching the Lugia raid. Right <laughs> I was going to say, we finished that raid forever. <laughs> What's, wait, down. wait, wait, time out. What's the hundo for the Lugia? Non-boosted. Do you guys know? Is it 21-something? If it's 2108, I got it. I but think that may be it. You because I just be... needed a hundo. Hold you on. better pay attention. And I'm very nervous that I don't catch it. I'm, be Wait, I'm pulling up the IV chart right now. How many oh, balls? You're, you're good, fam. Oh, is that it? 2115. You have Ooh. a 15, 14, 14 in your hands. Oh. Oh, oh shit. I mean, that's not bad. I'll, I'll take it. I mean, I have a couple 98%. But yeah, anyways, besides that, meanwhile, I try to catch this. I have four <laughs> Pokeballs. I'm not nervous at all. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so it was good i'm gonna wait till i catch this though uh it was good uh i tried to grind you know a couple uh amazing events uh this weekend but ended up being very disappointed because there was no one out there when i tried to grind with some people <laughs> so that was well, definitely <clears throat> did, did you fall for an april file i did i sure did because that shit was so bad like i i, I don't know if we want to talk about it but it was just bad um and besides that, you know, just grinding and doing our faction battles and stuff like that. So we, you know, very chill, nothing crazy. Yeah, uh, let's talk about the faction battle, the, the faction marathon. Yeah, that was amazing. Um, we'll, we'll definitely talk about that more. Asher, what about how was your week? Uh, my week was it was good. Um, so I uh, I was interviewed finally by. Uh, Good morning, Johto. Um, Very good listen. It sounded like you actually called in from your phone. I, I actually, I actually did call in from my phone because <laughs> I didn't, I didn't have a new microphone by that time. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, I literally called. Uh, we did the Zoom call from from. And, and my the phone. record should state: Astro was absolutely the longest of the three interviews. I was. 
and it wasn't close. How, it was, how long was it? Like 30 minutes? Just shy. Yeah, just 22 shy. And, 22 and a half, something like that. Uh, okay. It's Lane's longest show ever. Yeah. <laughs> that that checks like, out. That, that checks out. It's <laughs> <laughs> accurate. It. That neat thing, I'm going to go down in history. as that? <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, I did mostly GBL battles, and that's pretty much it. Um, and then, uh, Sunday. So this is, this is me being, this is Astro being Astro, even in real life. Um, (laughs) uh, yesterday started, uh, I'm the head coach for my son's flag football teams. Um, and we started the season yesterday and I thought for some reason, I thought we actually, actually had a game because the way it works is is you have let's say your game starts at 10 you have practice an hour before it's just like the way the nfl does their flag football thing so i don't know why i thought it was a game and i'm like man it's really like soon to start games like normally shouldn't there be like some type of like meet and greet or like whatever and i'd completely did not know what day it was on the calendar and we don't have our first game until what is it the 16th you didn't read the email they sent you did you uh i did I, I think I just messed up the dates. <laughs> so yesterday was actually just a meet and greet in practice, like a first practice. Um, but I was still prepared. So that was good. Uh, Were I did, you, though? Because your hand says otherwise. No, I was not prepared as far as the sun goes. <laughs> <laughs> you, so, would think, you would think you would be prepared living in Florida so long. I wore, I wore a hat. Um, but it's like a, it's like a trucker style hat. Like, so it's got like the mesh in the back. Cause my head starts to sweat if I wear, if I don't have some ventilation or whatever, the sun was so hot and it was like so sunny that I have now a sunburn on my head and the tan lines are the lines from the hat. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. I'm gonna go back and zoom in. That, that was the first thing I noticed oh, I, yeah, when you sent the well. photo. Yep. But th- my favorite part of this story, Astro, is it, what did Matthew ask if you had any of? Oh, uh, aloe vera. And your response? I had no idea what that was. <laughs> I don't us, get sun. I don't us get pasty white that often. white boys. We 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 love our aloe. Oh God, I, I couldn't live without aloe. I am a ghost. And if the sun sees me, I I cook. Yeah. Um, but I just was like, I didn't think about it because I don't normally get like sunburn that bad. Like if I do get a sunburn, it's like a little pink or whatever. But normally I just kind of tan like Dino. <laughs> but um, no, it was like I was out there from 10 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. With no sunblock on, yeah, I'm I'm lucky I didn't get sun poisoning. Oh my! From it, 
but I learned that I have an aloe plant. I actually have multiple aloe plants in my uh, at my house. Um, and uh, luckily, M- Mrs. Astro knows how to chop it up to make it so that I can rub it all over um, my head and stuff. So that helped. So nice. I got straight straight from the ground. I feel like I feel like the the plants. Those plants are like maybe like a Latin thing because. I we have it here too. My mom's always had one, like or two or three, like yeah. laying around. I think it's a very Florida thing because even my brother has like, uh, aloe plants planted. Maybe outside. it is a Florida thing because they grow yeah. really well in that in your guys' climate. Yeah, yeah. there's a sense. person. There's a person across the person across the street from me has like those the big one, like with those big like you could probably make like a bottle of that stuff, like from one one of the leaves. Is it a leaf or whatever? Yeah, it's a something. Leaf. Sure, <laughs> that yeah. Um, but, um, besides that, um, not much, uh, here's a radio teaser, um, listen to the end of the episode, um, cause I do have an announcement at the end of the episode for everybody. So make sure you listen to that. Matthew, how was your week? <laughs> Oh, that's where we're going with it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my my week was was um, disappointing for some reasons. I haven't I I didn't talk to you guys about. Um, oh, so I've been so when I got back from Orlando's regional, my work went on like mandatory overtime. So I haven't like it's like blacked out. They won't allow any like uh, time off requests for like certain days because it's like we've been busy abnormally busy and we we're having to work um guess what was not blocked off this past weekend that i found out on friday you better not tell me you better not say what I think you're going to say. It's exactly what I was told. And you, you know could have how... been under a table with Lyle. I could have been under a table with Lyle. And when I found out, I was so, so freaking pissed because it's a two and a half hour drive for me you to You should have just got in the car and drove. I was already told that there's like tornadoes and shit. So I was like, I'm not about to go do that. But yeah, I, I'm I'm driving away from tornadoes, not yeah. towards them. <laughs> but had I known like even like a week, even shoot, even like a few days in advance, I would have made a, a appearance in Fort Wayne. Oh, now I'm sad. I know. I know. Cause it looked like it was a ton of fun. And I was also even thinking about like trying to like drive up and, uh, like surprise people but when i heard like the weather was like really horrible i was like ah i don't i don't want to kind of like have to deal with that you didn't want to cuddle under a table with lyle i uh, no, i really did like he, yeah. he, you know but he already sadly, did that though he already did that in orlando right i already did that yeah <laughs> under a table yeah yeah well, don't exactly. ask, can't you can't do it in public question. yeah <laughs> okay tarp on tarp off doesn't matter at all to me <laughs> <laughs> did you get to experience the top off, the tarp off uh wildcat I, I i don't know what we're talking about right now i i'm just gonna okay, so probably not then it's yeah, probably not <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh yeah. oh i see what you're saying yeah, yeah yeah i did 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah. a whole other man under there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <sighs> but besides that, like, I did have a, a good weekend. I actually, it was like the first weekend I actually got to like rest. So I got to like sleep in a little bit, which was fun. Um, I did go out and play the event and I did actually get to sit and watch like the, the regional matches. So like, you know, I got to relax. It was a lot of, you know, just stay at home and just chill out, which is, you know, it's good. It was nice to have a break. Good. Well, anyway, um, I think that's it for week. Yeah. I don't think anybody else did anything. I'm still the second best tournament um, player in the podcast. Really? Um, <laughs> I, I, I mean, no. But let's see, D- Daniel. What was your record in Charlotte? Uh, four two. Hmm, okay. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, no, well, nobody else. Nobody else did that on the pod. Yeah. No. No, though it just uh, it was him and then me and then I I don't think Wildcat even played. I didn't see his name on any of the brackets. I, I don't know. I think he went and played VCG. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? I think mm-hmm. it was that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> sure. 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 Um. How was? Do, do, how do we, was? Do we want to talk about Fort Wayne now, or do we want to wait till the battle section? You know what? Yeah. Let's let's do the battle section. But um, since you kind of spearheaded this, uh, we got a new review. Yeah, we actually have two, but the other one hasn't shown up on our system yet, but I know it was submitted. Ah, okay. Um, you want to go ahead and read that for everyone? Yeah, I can read it. So just a heads up, we need seven more reviews before next Monday's show. If we if someone wants to get a free t-shirt. Uh, today, hey, I, this is a person we don't even know. They're not even in our Discord. So thank you for giving us the review. Um, came for the PvP advice. Stay for the fun banter and engaging co-host between each host you have a wide variety of relatable skill levels wild and wildcat and dino providing next level advice that has helped me get out of the ace and astro challenges them from an intermediate standpoint with how he sees things it's great podcasts it is a great podcast with a fun group of relatable guys the sounders are amazing own own a G-Dog? On a G-Dude. On a G-Dude. Oh, okay. Thank you. And Matthew, what was the first thing you, you replied in chat when you seen <laughs> seen that review? <laughs> I forget what, it, what exactly I said. I was like, I feel like intermediate is a strong word choice here. You said it was stretching. A stretching. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> I, was, I read it. I was like, huh, that's a really nice way of putting it. And then Matthew I immediately shoots him say, down. <laughs> He sounds like an idiot. <laughs> uh, yeah, but um, I appreciate the the Sounders thing. I we we pride ourselves on the uh, on yeah, our sounds and our music. That. So um, it's amazing. Yeah, but uh, oh, um, so on the way home, I I opened up my Apple Podcast um, and I saw that there was an episode of RTC that came out on Saturday. Did any of you get to listen to this? I have not because I was listening to the uh, last few battles of regionals on the drive home instead. So shadow prime old Johnny one ball. If you're listening, I've 
I thought laughing with Greg was the hardest I've ever laughed in a podcast until I listened to the 10 minutes of what you guys put out. It was amazing. Absolutely amazing. So if you haven't heard that, go and listen to their April Fool's episode. It is totally worth the 10 minutes and you'll oh God, I'll have to check it out yeah you'll be extremely happy afterwards <laughs> by, by the way daniel thank you for carrying on streaming this weekend without me it was good to see two streams over, over the weekend still yeah i mean i was like i gotta i gotta fight this through and i was like damn could i find somebody last minute but then i realized i'm like you know i i noticed that a lot of times that whenever you stream you don't want to stream alone and then i realized it's just so boring but then I realized I'm like, if I stream alone, it's a shorter, it's a shorter uh, stream, right? So then I realized that why I, I kind of stream alone. I stream with Matthew. We went for like three hours, right? You guys went we forever. Did. And I was just like, why is this taking so long? And I'm like, and then I realized I'm like, I know why. Little cup. That's all I gotta say. Level fifty, stupid coin. Anyways, I don't want to. I don't want to go off on that. <laughs> Those things take forever to take down. Yep, exactly. And even things that are quote unquote a counter to it barely or do not beat it. Stupid coin. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was it was a, it was a uh, fun stream for sure um, on Saturday and with uh, Matthew, of course. You know, Matthew, thanks again for joining. Yeah, I also now understand what it's like watching the stream from the other side. Uh, with Lyle, because we watched your Saturday stream on the on the TV in the living room. Oh, for real! And we're both sitting there going, "Why the heck are you throwing that move? What are you doing?" <laughs> Keep in mind, guys, if you guys didn't watch or didn't catch the Saturday stream, I was doing Master Week, and Ooh, that was we were also was... sitting here yelling at you. Why have you not team double iron bashed off this? Obviously, it's not working. Yeah, no, a hundred percent agreed. Don't do not if you okay. I'll 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 like defend it that Melmetal will be good or is okay with if it in Ultra League with it. Ultra sure. and great double iron bash is actually sure. pretty good. Or maybe Master- you can have both of them. But in Master League, you need the rock slide. Believe me when I say this, you need it. There's a lot of Ho's, there's a lot of Lugias, there's a lot of you battles. You how many it. how many battles would you have won that you didn't had you had ancient power or, or rock slide? Keeping in mind, I still went positive on the date on Master League. Astro, you heard that right? I went positive on the day on Master League, huh. and I think I could have easily won at least like five to six battles if I had Rock Slide, and that would have made me like probably gain like over two hundred. Yeah, know, probably. Yeah. So yeah, he still yeah. never TM'd it. I did now, but <laughs> it's too late now because I I'm actually doing pretty good in Little Cup now. So well, I'm interested to hear about both of those teams, your Little Cup team and your Master League team, but we'll talk about that in GBL. I think what we should probably talk about is what happened over the weekend, right? We got new owners. Oh, God. No? Oh, no. oh okay. This thing. Right. So, Fort Wayne Regionals. Some good stuff. Yeah. 
it was it was a fun time. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it, it was it was it was great. We actually ended up with over 100 competitors. OK. okay. Uh, and brackets came out or pools came out on the night before. But brackets didn't come out to the morning of. And I'm sitting here looking. Initially, I was all kinds of excited. I was like, OK, Group D doesn't seem too bad. Because I looked at Group B. L- listen to some of these names in Group B. Um, Hot Pocket. Nino. Uh. Petirni, or however they say it. I don't know exactly how you say that one. We've seen them on stream a lot. Um, Buckeye Fitzy, Magic Mason, Ryan Swag, Blob, Kill Me Suey. Group B was flipping loaded. So I'm like, I'm happy to be in Group D. Because I didn't look over my group very well. I wasn't in the same group with Dijon Dijan <laughs> or Crimson K or Onion Frank or Trent or Beach. They weren't in my group at all. <laughs> so take a guess how my weekend went. Did it, it didn't go better than mine. So, oh, Astro, I'm sorry. Did you not look at what happened? And kind of did a thing. Did you? I I I I finished top thirty-two. Okay. Yeah, and and was literally, I'm not even joking, a half second from finishing top sixteen or better. I made a slight miscalculation against Onion Frank on an Oof. undercharge. Then literally, um, by that point of the day. They took the judges and split them up because there were so few matches going the way they ran the, the weekend. Mm-hmm. They took the judges and just set them over people's shoulders so they could quickly get any disputes or anything happening. And, of course, I had D- sitting here battling Onion Frank first off, so no nerves are there at all. And then Dune just walks over and sits down behind me. He's like, yeah, I'm going to be watching your phone. Great. And then the head judge walks over and goes, oh, by the way, the winner of this one's top 16. Like before you guys finished? Before we started. <laughs> wow. Why would you tell me this? No pressure. Um, no pressure. No pressure at all. Lost the first one. Had a win con, but I forgot that Frank does not like to shield baits. So if you battle Frank, typically you're better off throwing the big move. I had a... Fully loaded A9, him having a 75% healthy um, lantern with an Altaria in the back that was nearly dead. He had one shield. I had Mm. 12 Powder Snows deep of energy. Guess what I did? Learn to bite, damn it! Yeah. And guess what he didn't do? Did he, he definitely, yeah, he didn't yeah, shield. He didn't shield. So I lost game one on that. At least that one, you know, I was trying to be calculated. He has a shield. This literally a gleam from A9 pretty much KOs that. And then I'm, you know, two powder stones away from another weather ball to KO the Altaria. So be it. I, I come back. I win game two. Game three, I call his line perfectly. And he even, I mean, this is what he said there. Like, you had the line for me. Um, I was a little slow on one switch, would put me just slightly behind. But 
he had a I, he had I had G Fisk on his Altaria, and he had a lantern that was two sparks short of a Surf Ready. So I go and I aggressively throw my last rock slide to KO that Altaria and go, if I do this, I lose. I need to be able to farm down the Altaria. So I immediately adjust game plan and start to undercharge. I come up one much shot short of being able to farm it down. So then because he was getting ready to get right to the sky attack, I swip over to my Altaria that has like two HP on it to KO that quickly, which gives his um, lantern one spark. I'm one mud shot away from a earthquake. He's one spark away, but on the switch in, what happens? They get their turn first. So he gets to literally a half turn gets to his surf before my earthquake to KO. That that sounds familiar, right, uh, Astro? Yeah. And literally Dune looks at me and goes, little Dune looks at me and he says, if you threw two more bubbles, you win that game. If you hit two more bubbles on the rock slide, you win. And I knew that as well. I'm sitting here going, dang. But my two losses was Onion Frank and Trent. And Trent openly admits his plan against me was to RPS me. And that's what he did in the game three to win. Like I talked to him the next morning before he went on stage. He's like, he's like, yeah, he's like, I looked at your team and I had to RPS you to win. And I got lucky with a call. That's so crazy. I ended up four and two. Uh, finishing top, finishing fifth, finishing above Crimson, finishing above Party Marty. So, can 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 we? The Power GM doesn't exist anymore, right? That's gone now. We, we're, we're officially over that. Not even. Not yeah, even. Yeah, yes, yeah, yes. Still a thing. Nope, nope. It's gone. But no, it was it was a great time, and it felt good to to have a little bit better showing. Uh, also, Lyle got top sixteen. Uh, he lost both myself and Lyle lost only losses were to the people that played for day two. Nice. Oh, and Blob's first loss was against some, someone that we're going to talk about in a minute on stage. Who was that? Arrow. Oh, no. Oh, is it? Okay. I'm going to, um, is it Kimmy Sue? Yeah. Okay. Kimmy Sue two, two, seven. Kimmy Sue. Kimmy Sue. Sue. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that uh, was Bob's first loss with on stage to Kimmy Sui. Oh wow. Yeah. Um well But uh, before we get there, I, I just want to say there was I think twelve eleven or twelve BTW people there this weekend. Everyone did amazing. The the weekend, everyone played well. It was really good to see everybody. We all hung out. It was a fun time. We actually hung out with Algeron as well from Decidueye Dynasty, which we'll talk about them in a few minutes. Um so it was a good time. Highly recommend if you guys can get to Columbus or Milwaukee or any of these other regionals, do it. Just throw your hat out there and have a chance. Okay, now you can talk about the winners and things, Astra. Uh, I was just going to say to to those 12 people that did well, you're welcome. For being intermediate? 
Thank you. Thank you for getting it. <laughs> <laughs> what can uh, I say except you're welcome? Oh my gosh. Did you my... see did you see the Roxton announcement today? No. Yep. Is this like a Moana? I'm surprised Malachi even saw it. It's Mm-mm. a Maui movie? Oh no, you're the one that posted it. That's I was the one that posted it. <laughs> Is it a Maui movie? No, better. Eh, it's gonna be wrestling? No. Oh well, then. they're they're doing it as a live action now, and he's doing Maui in live action. In live action, ooh! So right now, Moana is my daughter's favorite thing to watch. Besides, which is fine, um, but uh, that it's that, and I showed her the old school Spider Man cartoon that used to run when like the X Men, the Uncanny X Men one. The 90s, uh, the 90s Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. so good. She's obsessed with both. A uh, little more Moana than Spider-Man. Uh, so Moana is on like repeat in my house. Um, so that's that's kind of funny that that's happening. So she's going to be excited for that. Um, so but congratulations to Kimmy Su- Sui. 227 for winning a team of G-Fisk, Lantern, Trevenant. Lickitung, Knocked Owl, and Defense Deoxys. Now, did, did you guys see his interview uh, before the championship match? Yep. First off, this this kid, I think he's what, four, is he 14 or 15? He's in ninth grade. Yeah. So probably. I mean, kid. Did, went back to all the previous, like, two months worth of regionals. Did meta-analysis and realized that Defense Deoxys is fairly unchecked other than Sableye and Trevenant and still can fight back against them to build his team around. You know how many times I took Defense Deoxys on, put it on and took it off my team for like three weeks? How many? Like every other, every other day. <laughs> Cause no, I was like, I like this. I want to use it. And then I was like, no, uh, and this and that. And it wasn't like it was just bench pressure in the grand finals or no, the, the, the winner's finals. I think he brought it three straight games to reverse sweep the winner's finals. And then I think he brought it, did he bring it in three of the four games in the, in the grand finals as well? He brought it every game, every game. Okay. Sorry. Every game I was driving. So I was listening. Also, thank you casters because I was still able to, know what was going on because they did such a good job casting the finals this time. They do every time, but specifically not having any visible way of watching. I just had the audio playing through my car speakers as I was driving. And I was very much appreciative to the casters. What was he, what was he running on it? Uh, Thunderbolt. Thunderbolt? And Psycho. And Psycho? Yep. Okay. Oh. I still think I prefer Rock Slide because A9 or A9 is so popular, but I get the Thunderbolt as well. I I agree 100% with Thunderbolt because uh Registeel has been a thing that has been very common. And obviously you don't have anything against uh Stunfisk, so Registeel is like a it'd be interesting if you'd had Rock Slide instead. But as off meta as Kimmy's team was, go ahead yeah. and read the other one. Runner-up was Arrow with a Shadow Canto Ninetales, Frostlass, Shadow Abomasnow, Medicham, Ligtung, Noctowl. 
Remember how we said Licky Tongue was dead? Yeah. Both top finishers this time. Also, Double Ice and Shadow Canine. See why Deoxys was in every match now? Because <laughs> it's literally good against... There's literally no... Well, like Trevenant or Sableye. Yeah. yeah. So... It was pretty tough, but and this amazing. Is apparently the same team Asher ran last weekend in Charlotte that he did not do well with at all, but he trusted it enough to, and learned what he needed to during Charlotte to come here and just go on a rampage. Someone someone else used the same team and got in fourth place, I think. Yeah. Oh, Magic Mason, I think. No, Magic Mason had a very different team. No, he, he had basically almost the same team. He had Shadow JP on. He had uh, the same team he that I beat him on stage. I thought he said he had changed one thing out. Oh, so I mean, like, it's just one Pokemon. Yeah. He just changed out. But basically, he wanted Drapion. But yeah, so basically, that team is very spicy. It's, like, it's crazy. Yeah. But Arrow, to get to the finals, not only had to beat Magic Mason, he also had to beat Dijon Dijin. So he had to beat two world's qualifiers on his way to the finals this time. So really great job, both Kimisui and Arrow. Not to mention, did you see... The Arrow and Dijon Dijin battle. Mad props to Dijon, like, for real. Like, first off, that, that was the first thing I was going to talk about. So, I, I assume you didn't watch the finals. This, okay. So, game number two, Dijon Dijin Arrow. Arrow banks a, uh, a avalanche, switches out, has it ready to come back into, which is going to be more than enough to knock out the Azu. Match plays out. Blah, blah, blah. Exactly how we expect it to go. And end of the game comes up and Arrow's Frostlass comes in. And what's the common bug we're seeing a lot of right now? The force you. switch being one turn and you but your moves don't pop up. Yep, mm-hmm. it's not there. He can't even hit he the move. He can't tap it. Dijon Dijin has one HP. So, of course, we're all sitting there watching it. And literally, the, the entire thing erupts with, oh, my God. Because now we're going to have to go to a, a, a replay. Judge staff, amazing job. Immediately, head judge was already up. You know, run it back. Let's go. We're, you know. And things keep stalling. We're still sitting there. And we're all going, what's going on? Because they're talking. All of are talking. Head judge goes up, figure out what's going on. Dijon Dijin, the classiest battler we've seen so far in all of Pokemon plays for Pokemon Go. He concedes game two. Why is that important? He won game one. That would have eliminated Arrow from the tournament. Possibly. Potentially. Or caused a replay, and Lord knows what happens in a replay. But instead, Dijon says, no, I know the game did not work and function as it should have. Go ahead and take game two. And then game three. Dino, did you watch game three? Yeah. That shit oh my god. Well, it's probably like they said the cash is probably like the most iconic moment, like in every regionals or something crazy like that. Like, blind. Okay, here, here you go. Uh, Dijon has a a catch available to him. Astro or Arrow pretty much has him dead to rights, anyways, whether he catches or not. Arrow, as Dijon makes his attempted catch. Also simultaneously switch or doesn't switch, but throws the move 
but doesn't throw the weather ball. Dijon switching in an Azu. Arrow blind throws before the switch in technically happens. Like as you know, the potential catch throws the energy ball. Keep in mind, this is a knockdown versus a, a knockdown. What would have been a knockdown? Yeah, it was a knockdown versus an Obama snow, and he blind threw an energy ball on the knockdown, but somehow he knew he was going to switch to an Azu, and I, I don't know. That was just like insane. Like that just blew my mind. It went. We went absolutely insane in that arena at that point. Keep in mind, like the, the energy ball would have not KO'd. So like, it's not even like a BM or anything like that. It's like, he, like again, like this goes back to like just like them knowing these things are going to happen. Like so these players, they know like when they're going to try to catch or switch. Like, so in- it does look like arrows running a very weird off meta team, but that just shows you how much practice means to a team. With that being said, um, guess how much practice I did with the team I brought. Probably as much as practice I did. <laughs> I bet you less. Mm, probably not. Did you change <laughs> your team surprised. before you left? I did. <laughs> At 11.59 the night before, talking with Lyle, I swapped one of my Pokemon. Not Gliscor. I didn't swap Gliscor. So I ended up bringing uh, Shadow Gliscor, Metacham. I'll tell you about a story of Metacham in a minute, though. Um, shit, what was it? <laughs> Swampert Shadow, Shadow Alolan Ninetales, G-Fisk. I originally had planned to bring Lantern. And I just, in all my playtesting, Trev kept being a slight issue for me. So last second, I swip in to an Umbreon. I literally brought Umbreon in every single win I had. If Umbreon was on the bench, I lost. If Umbreon was in my lineup, I won. I had zero practice matches with my final team. And I just played it based on what I knew was going to happen. But my favorite story, I two separate times I did not bring Medi until game three. And what's the preferred move set on Medi, Dino? Ice Punch, Psychic. Guess what I was not running? Psychic. Nope. Ice Punch? Had did not have Ice Punch. I didn't bring Dynamic Punch either. Power Up Punch. Power Up Punch Psychic. Um one of my rounds, game three, once again, had not revealed this at all. Um, my opponent has switches in his Umbreon and I go ahead and hard swap my Medi. I'm shields down. They have two shields. You would, you would, I start pupping and literally my opponent looks up and goes, you mother effer game three revealing power up punch. And he looked at me, he's like, I lose. I, you're going to ramp up. And I'm like, I'm just kind of like, you know, it's close still. I power up punch all the way through the Embryon, come out with a psychic and a half for his nearly full health lantern. I'm able to throw a psychic and a second psychic before he can get to his um, surf to KO me by running power up punch. Otherwise, I lose that game three. So sometimes, depending upon your team build, you may not, I didn't need the ice punch pressure for my Medi. Because I was running G-Fisk and, and A9, I felt fine against the other flyers. I needed something to get around the steals and the darks because my team was 
fairly weak to those things. This, so I mean, just think about your team comp when you're picking your moves. Don't just go what's meta is what I was wanting to say. Yeah. I mean, this kind of goes back to the conversation me and Ash were having when he was building his team like Scrafty. Scrafty's kind of scary. That pup and foul play. Just yep. saying. You look at the teams. And, um, Buckeye brought Scrafty. Yeah. And went 4 2. Nice. Scrafty's good. I mean, Scrafty mm-hmm. can beat in the low on Ninetales. Scra- he, he brought, not only did he bring Scrafty, he brought Shadow Dragonair. Oh, he did post he saw, that. I remember saw, seeing that. He saw what yeah. it did with what Dune did with it. Yeah. So he 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 did well. He he felt really good after the month he had had previously to, to you know get back off the snide. So like I said, it was Team BTW represented us very well. Our friend Magic Mason making top four, Lyle making top sixteen. Um, I think myself and I think Blob maybe was top thirty two. So great awesome. showing by Team BTW this weekend. Awesome. So, since we're on the topic of regionals and stuff, did you see the uh, announcement that came out? Mm. I've got thoughts. (laughs) I have lots of thoughts. (laughs) So, for those uh, who don't know what we're talking about, Pokemon Plays uh, put out an announcement on the 29th. So this was what Saturday when Wednesday? Wednesday. Okay. So Wednesday right before you guys go to regionals, right? That starting next season, so for the 2024 season, right? Yep. Uh Pokemon Go and will... some for this season, but we'll talk about that a little okay. bit. Uh, Pokemon Go is going to be switching over to a champion point system. Okay, do you know what that means, Astra? Do you understand what a, what championship points are? So I'm learning what championship points are um, from TCG. Uh, so this is my understanding, and then you guys can cr- you can correct me if I'm wrong. Um, you have to compete in like local tournament plays. Uh, your wins count as points, uh, based on, I guess there's like a certain number of points you get for the local win. Yep. Um, and then you can still compete in a regional, um, but you have to basically win the whole thing, right? To get the points. Even if you win a regional, you don't qualify automatically. Correct. You only get, you get a hundred points. 200. 200. Okay. So let, let's talk about for, ma- for Masters Division, which is all Pokemon Go has. For VGC and TCG Masters, they need 500 points to qualify for Worlds. Winning a regional rewards you 200 points. Winning a local tournament only win- rewards you 15 points. So what that means you would need to do is win two regionals plus four to five local tournaments to even qualify for Worlds. Now, this is a big giant caveat because we don't know for certain when they say championship points are coming to go for 2024, if we're going to go to a strictly qualification-based points or is it going to stay kind of a hybrid method where if you win a reasonable, you qualify, but you can also qualify for other stuff. Now, what we do know 
Points are not coming just next year, last year. Hmm. They're here this year. For North America only. Between now and NAIC, the trainer with the most championship points in Pokemon Go from competing in local tournaments will win a travel package to NAIC. Wow. Hmm. So what we can kind of hope for is we get that hybrid methodology. Because if we go straight championship point methodology of qualifying, that pretty much means whoever can to pay to travel through the most regionals is who's going to qualify. There'll be no more of the one and done magical run. Like this weekend, had I, you know, done those, got those couple extra wins and hit top two, I would have qualified. This is the only regional I can go to this year. Next year, if I did that magical run and hit top two, I still wouldn't even be qualified to go. So I think for the good of go, we need a hybrid methodology still. Yeah, let us qualify via points. But don't, if you win a regional, make it to where you still get to go automatically. Or you come in second. That that still first, second chance should be a qualification to go. Yeah. Well, the thing that I think kind of puts a damper on it for go players if they do switch to like the VGC TCG format is you have your your local play has to be sanctioned by a Pokemon professor and not just a po- any Pokemon professor. They have to pass the go test. So I learned um, from our friend Southwest Kai, who's uh, a Pokemon professor, that you have to take a test for each section. So you do one for TCG, you do one for VGC, and then you have to do one for go. Um, And I think there's one for unite as well. Um, But if your Pokemon professor doesn't want to take that test, you've got to go find a Pokemon professor that has taken and passed the go test in order for those to to compete. Because yes. the professor cannot compete at that, that local tournament. That is correct. And so you have to be able to find somebody to do that. Um, that is where I kind of find... That's where I see the downside of it. Um, because it does limit... And it's not just rural players. Like, I look in, in just our... Broward County, which is huge. Dino, how many times do you see tournaments going on? What tournaments? Live, live tournaments. What tournaments? Exactly. <laughs> it doesn't happen. It does not happen whatsoever. Miami used to do them before the pandemic. Broward, and maybe? Like, very used light? To, like, at Tate's. Like, a long time ago. Nothing. No one's doing them anymore. I would have to drive up to Orlando to hang out with Kai and do them in Orlando. Now, there's there are positives to this as well, though. So right now, if you go to a regional and you lose your first two games, what you're done, right? If they go to a strict point system, the way TCG and VGC does it is day one, there is 10 rounds that you can play, which also means their days go on for literally... 13 to 15 hours of competition. 
you we know would how, move to that kind of how many Swiss... times we walk in and they're still playing. Yeah. <laughs> yep. We could Insane. we could move we would possibly move to that Swiss style format where if you go to a regional you're guaranteed to get to play ten rounds. Which would be kind of kind of nice actually. Mm-hmm. It, um, would, it would make the cost more palatable. Oh it, yeah. It would make like I could I could swing going to multiple to the life like Hey, I get to at least get ten rounds in and be able to accumulate this many points or whatever. Now, here's the problem with the, the that Swiss system as well. There's an additional RNG element to it because if you when you're matching up with who you match each round, if the person you're matching up against doesn't do well enough, your what they call resistance goes down. Which means even if you finish, for example, seven and three, I'm going to use Inhoff. You if you guys listened to the interview with Inhoff a few weeks ago. She finished seven and three, which is typically good enough to earn championship points for VGC. But because the RNG of her matchups in, I think it was at Knoxville, was not good enough for her. She actually fell down two spots and finished outside of points, even though she had a record that should have qualified her for points. Because the RNG of how the matchmaking happens. Mm-hmm. So it's good and bad. Like I said, there there are positives and negatives. I hope what we end up getting is some type of hybrid system here. Where regionals they move over to Swiss style with Burchell and all the you know points and that. We still have a day two competition where the top cut go into a single elimination tournament style, just like we do now. So your top eight out of your your Swiss ten rounds would go into the tournament. And then the top two still get their tickets punched automatically. Yeah. That if we can go to that system, I think this is nothing but great news. Yeah. But we have to wait and see. Yeah. Cause if it goes if it goes to the way TCG and BGC are, I kinda like when we were talking about it, um like my personal opinion is the caliber of players that we'll start seeing at worlds. N- may decrease a little um, because and, and follow me here. So who was in the finals in Charlotte? The finals in Charlotte. Um, why am I blanking out? It was um, Richie and Auburn. Richie, oh, Richie and, and Auburn. Auburn. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How many? I, I mean, we've kind of been following this. I, I haven't seen Auburn in any. Other regional, he's gone into either two or three, maybe like at max three, but definitely right. two. He doesn't look like somebody who's going to be trying to hit every single one of these so that he no. can go. Exactly. But he's a he is a player that could compete. He he is he can he has com- a, he's competing in worlds. Yeah, he's a he's a uh, a player of that high caliber. So I mean, everyone knows him. And, and when we were watching it in the regionals in Charlotte, like they were just talking about like his caliber of a player, and like, he's always in the first page in GBL. Yeah. So so think of those like those caliber players that may have jobs that don't allow them to travel to all these places or families or lives things like that and <laughs> you good there <laughs> got him. we got him laughing oh. 
<laughs> the funny thing is, like, we're like, why the hell did they just stop talking? <laughs> we're not wearing pants, apparently. I don't know. Okay, I'm fine reading the chat thing. So, I, when I said my last piece, I messaged like, "Hey, y'all, I've said my piece. I gotta. I'll be right back." I was still wearing my my normal clothes with a belt when they was getting really uncomfortable, and I went to go change pants. And then Matthew just replies when I said that, told him why I ran away. Just replied, who's wearing pants? And Astro and Mid talking had to look over and see that. And uh, it's, it makes me happy. Well, I saw I had to change my pants. And that was my first, like, starting to laugh. And then I saw who's wearing pants. And I was like, oh, I'm not going to finish. <sighs> yeah. But so anyway. I, no, I think that the just to get back to, to your point, I, I definitely understand, like, what you're talking about, where it, like, it almost seems sort of like pay to play in terms of, like, if you are a decent battler and you can afford to go to all these spots, you could theoretically rack up enough championship points if you've done well to qualify for worlds, even though you may not be necessarily a quote, like top tier battler. Like the system is designed now where you have to place first or second. Is that pretty much summing up? Yeah, because yeah. the way you earn points mm-hmm. right now at a regional, if you finish, if there's a hundred battlers at the regional, and you finish top thirty-two, so where I finished, you earn sixty championship points. So if you could afford to travel to seven regionals, and you can finish either top sixteen or top thirty-two in all seven of those, you're qualified for worlds without ever actually making top cut. So. I don't want to sound like it's just I'm mean, I'm against championship points because the ideas of getting locals available to people is great. But before you just get all excited and don't think about the ramifications, just stop and realize there's more to it depending upon what we find out next year or this year later for next year's season. Yes. So oh, like I said, I'm, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful we go to a hybrid method. Yeah. Um, like I had mentioned, um, when we were talking about it, like I'm going to start looking into how to become a Pokemon professor for go for down here, because as far as I know, we don't have anybody. So, and like, I'm realistic, like even on my best day, I'm not beating Dino. If it came to me and Dino on stage, like it would be like a fluke. Like his finger would have to break in the middle of tapping for me. Or to you, lose. Just, you just trent him and RPS him. Yeah. <laughs> or that completely. hey listen apparently i mean if i can if i can somehow beat mason on stage i'm sure you can beat me on stage too like it, it can happen you can rps me oh i did there was one other thing i wanted to say about regionals by the way after the state of the game that you guys talked about in charlotte mm-hmm. there was next to zero issue i was like yo there was the no complaints performed near flawlessly i wish i had one dispute and you know what judges are fair I, it went against me. I understand his, the, the the ruling there. The judges were fair, even though they were down two judges, actually, and they didn't let them get replacements. So they were doing this wow. tournament with fewer judges than expected. Damn. All the judges, you know, y'all, the, if you don't realize, these judges, like we said before, are technically volunteers. And the good news is we have top-level battlers that are now judges. So they understand how the game works. Yeah. Dune was a judge this weekend. That's why he was sitting over my shoulder. Need for Speedy was a judge this weekend. 
Really? Oh, yeah. yes, I did see her on stage. Yeah, um, you saw her on stage. Yep. yep. So, even because even if you become a plays professor, you can still compete. You just can't compete at the ones you're judging. Right. So yeah. that's the other thing that's kind of different about Go, is because we need professors that have that very specific skill set. The professors are still competing when they choose to. Yeah. So, um, so if you're like me. Uh, in your community, um, maybe it'd be a good idea to start looking into if you guys have a Pokemon professor, and if you don't, maybe being that person that steps up and says, okay, well, I'll, you know, f- until we can get another one, I'll, you know, sit out the, the local tournaments so that the, you know, the other battlers that, you know, like the Dinos or Wildcats and, you know, things like that can compete and get those, those extra points on top of whatever they're going to get when they go to regionals or, you know, things like that. So, yeah. Um, again, you know, we don't have all the details on it. So once we do, you know, we'll discuss it more in length. So this could be good. It could be, I don't see it being like awful. Um, I mean, it's not going to be awful no matter what it's, just can change the game really drastically, in my opinion, make it to where fewer people actually want to compete. Yeah. Which would be sad. Yeah. But do we see sort of like a net positive in terms of like, let's say like there is sort of like enough professors that want to do go just the fact that like you could now play like in a local scene for play Pokemon specifically instead of somebody setting up like something self wise. Yeah. I, I see that as a positive. That's huge in my opinion because the, the meta and I'm hoping maybe by next season we start getting um, Pokemon plays looking at the meta kind of like they do Pokemon <sighs> company does with VGC and kind of doing some more curation to change the meta slightly over time. So like, for example, this weekend for VGC, um, they were previously on what they call series B for Scarlet and Violet, which means the ruinous legends were banned. Mm-hmm. Literally on the first day of regionals started series C, which meant now at this regional last weekend, no ruinous legend legends this weekend, they were allowed to use Runus Legends. So, and just like the TCG, where there's constantly expansion packs coming out, that meta shifts constantly. Versus Go, we hope to have a quarterly shift in the meta because, you know, a se- with the, the season. But they, you know, boom bursted this past shift out there. I think that's, and that's what we were talking about, is I think that's where Go has the problem is TCG and VGC. Those metas are, you know, watched and talked about amongst the Pokemon company. Ours are not like we have to rely on ours are trust me. I we're being watched. Okay. But we're not mature enough yet for where things to happen. Yeah. Cause like I saw, I saw the new rotation for TCG. We were talking about this and I sent, you know, I sent them the, the link for it. And I was like, this is what we need for go. They saw the three major decks that are playing. 
And they said, okay, well, we're not going to completely nuke these decks. But we're going to make it much harder to play those decks. And you're going to have to learn new resources to go inside those decks. Oh, let's see. I'm I'm talking. What are we seeing? What are we, we got seeing? Cards. We got a drowsy. <laughs> uh, we got a Naomi. Oh, we got a Lechonk. Lechonk. Fla baby. Uh, I don't. What, what is, is that, that little fish? Tint the little fish Katsugiri. that turns. Katsugiri. Yep. Is that a nest ball? You better yep. be saving that for me. Thank you. <laughs> Ooh, look at that Pachirisu. And is that Lycanroc? That was Bisharp. Oh. Riveroon. Those are pretty hard. Gyarados EX, baby, let's go! Yeah, the art on that is amazing. I, I totally like didn't that. do that just to rub it in Dino's face because he hasn't bought packs yet. It's coming Wednesday, okay? Relax. <laughs> Those are pretty. <laughs> Oh, but, okay, sorry. Go ahead. You were talking yeah. about TCG, so I figured I might as well open. <laughs> yeah, no, I was just like, like I said, they they didn't nuke their meta. They just made it different. Like they said, okay, well, we're not going to get rid of this Lugia deck, but we're going to get rid of some of the cards that are inside that deck. So now you have to either find a replacement or find something that functions like that card, and adapt it to the deck to make the deck work. That's what I feel like we should be doing in Go. Not completely nuking what the regional meta is, but taking things out to make us not just go, we're going to take the top six Pokemon here, and that's what we're all going to run. And Why not just implement sort of like a point system like Sylph does? Don't don't say cliffhanger. No. Get out. Get out now. <laughs> no, no, no. Not cliffhanger. Just like what they do for that, fashion for open grids. The point system is cliffhanger. Get no. out. <laughs> it's bad enough I got to figure out what to pair a Scrafty with, and then I'm going to have to add points. Like, then you're bringing math Obviously, into this. Obviously, I can't do math, or I would have won against Onion Frank, okay? <laughs> Don't make me do math. Let's, let's, leave, <laughs> let's leave the math out of this. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, so, besides that, um, since we were kind of talking about Sylph here, uh, Polkadot Cup, our Polkadot Cup, starts on April 10th. That is different than what we said last week. Sorry, y'all. It is, yes. I totally knew that. You won't be doing something else that week anyways, right? No, that's yeah. not important at all. No, I, I won't. I will be I will be cruising um during some of this this tournament. So I I am going to be sitting this one out just for the fact that if it runs into that weekend which it probably will. Um, it wouldn't be fair to everyone to make everybody wait three or four days. To go oh, we would. And you would just be taking losses. So yeah, just take the L. Uh, so no, you need to pay for the Wi-Fi package so you can battle. There you go. We'll see. Why would I pay for the Wi-Fi package when I could pay for the drink package? That's fair. <laughs> Anything else, it would have been like, no, but yeah. it's drinking, right? <laughs> it's okay. Well, the food's free. <laughs> oh, yeah. There so, you go. Well, it's not free. It was, it's, 
in the, the thing that you pay for. But um, did we go over the Polkadot Cup at all? We did? Okay. So if you want to join our Polkadot Cup. We should see if there's there's statistics for it yet. Let me hit over to Sylph. Oh, yeah. Because it's been live for three days. Three days. There, There is some interesting picks for sure, but I okay. expect. Cup stats. Ready? Okay. So bad. 40% usage, Galvantula, which we did talk about last week as being a top pick. Uh, 22% normal cast form. Swoobat sitting at 20% usage. Okay. Makes sense. Samurott, 15. Beedrill, 14. Luxray, 13. Nitto King at 12%. Jump Bluff at 12. Giraffe Rig at 11. Sandslash at 11. Blaziken at 10. That's the, everyone with double-digit usage statistics. Anything of that top top jumping out at you, Dina? I I actually expected. Uh, I was going to mention Giraffe Rig uh, just to go real quick. I tried to see like what Giraffe Rig can beat, and I decided to see like Swubat actually beats Giraffe Rig with confusion. But if you're running double kick on your Giraffe Rig, it beats the, the Swubat. Which is crazy because like it doesn't tell you that until you do like versus the whole meta. Yeah, and double kick also is really good because it just in general energy generation is pretty quick. And I do expect to see some beware out there, and that double kick would help in that matchup as well. Yeah, beware was definitely a busted ass Pokemon in the last uh, Silk Cup. So may actually look. I didn't even know beware wasn't like anywhere in this cup. So may have to look into that. Beedrill again. What, like- top top usage, so God, they have a hard on for Beedrill. They do. I like um the Dawn fan pick. You know, I was looking at that, but I hate that you're a ground Pokemon and you lose to a poison type. To which is Nido King? King? Yeah. But is that that's just in because the of the what is that? Earth is that Earth Power? Um, what does it have? It has Megahorn and Santum, and but it does have the resisted poison jab against it. How do this I have is- two Hundo Giraffe rigs? <laughs> we we don't know. You just get like this is probably like through still uh through uh GBL That's right. Gotta be GBL. One of them's a purified Hundo, and the other is just a random Hundo in my inventory. <laughs> hey, the oh. Hundo gets to fourteen ninety one CP. Sorry, just I, I was looking to see if I had a good draft rig, and that I was very confused. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I look, I just think so. Like when I was looking at Don Fan, I was looking. So it's running counter, so it's nice to have like that fighting move, like you were saying with draft rig with the double kick. <clears throat> um, but it's going. It beats B Drill. It beats Galvantula. It's going to be Blaziken. It's going to be Cast Form. It beats Luxray if someone's actually running Luxray. Um, it loses. That's what. Okay, so it loses to Drafferig. But is that. Maybe that's a confusion. A confusion. Double kick? Or because like the thing is, if you're running the double kick, you can only obviously throw the psychic fang against it. So it's be double kick psychic fang versus like confusion psychic fang. That would probably be more annoying. So it. In the one shield, it beats Don Fan with three HP left. So, I, yeah, because those neutral counters add up. 
Yeah. Also, like we we noticed the second most used Pokemon so far, obviously, was I think the cast form that you mentioned. Mm-hmm. So I expect cast form to be like a very safe swap, like in this um in this cup. And I actually was looking at it. I was trying trying to avoid using it, but it looks like there is gonna be a lot of people using that. Yeah, because it has Weather Ball Rock, so it's gonna do really well against Galvantula, Swoobat, Beedrill, Jump Luff. You know, right there's you know, half of your top top meta. And, saying, and now he goes and looks and see if he has a normal cast form that he has to build. <laughs> I already have Yeah, I was trying to I, I, I always tend to look to see something that's not in the top ten to see if it's actually good. Um one thing that I was looking at with energy, I feel like depending on it and if you get the boost, sand slash. Can't do sand slash. To me it looked interesting with the night slash because you have the Subat um and the rock tomb for it as well. Um, and you're resisting, you know, any electric moves. And we always love anything that can get a boost, so. So, cast form is 22 and 8. Yeah, it's pretty busted. And that's why you want to bring something to to counter it. Um, so, it's 22 and I 8 don't have if you run Weather Ball Rock and Weather Ball or an Energy Ball. Um, and this is one shield against the the polka dot meta. If you run it with both weather balls, you actually pick up one win. Your losses stay the same. So if it goes twenty three and eight. I don't. I haven't looked to see what that one win is yet because that's a lot of looking through. But <laughs> right. <laughs> but. Uh, I don't know because I was like thinking I'm looking at it and I'm like I don't see the like a big benefit for energy ball unless you're it's like dugong or samurai like everything else celio I'm I'm just trying to avoid using beedrill at all costs like the last cup yeah so I, I think beedrill's not as safe this cup as it was last cup though because Swoobat, Girafferig, uh Normal Cast Form, and Samurai are going to be more popular, you definitely have some good walls to be drill. I still, for some reason, I still expect people to bring it. But yeah, you definitely have more more things to counter it versus last one. So um, I definitely expect, I definitely ex- expected more Swoobat, but it makes sense because there's more counter for it. But the Galvantula definitely expecting at least like ninety percent of people's teams. Yep. Um. Anything else with the Polka Dot Cup? Nope. Nope. Uh, starting on April seventeenth, uh, if you're in our Discord, we've got the Notorious Big Cup. Um, that will be starting on the 17th. That one I get back on the 17th. So as long as I'm awake uh, after I get back, uh, I I should be signing up for that one. Um, so that is only third stage Pokemon can be used. Uh, for example, Golem and Gallade. And uh, Charizard, Shadow Charizard, and Megas are banned. Everything else is on the table, right? 
Absolutely. Dude, it was so overpowered in this meta. I know. I still wanted it. It was so bad. (laughs) Uh, The only thing I don't see here, this is... Great League CP or Ultra League CP? Great League. Okay. All right. Um, So if you want to be part of that, go ahead and sign up for the Discord and you can join that. Uh, Factions. uh, Team uh, BTW are the first one. Uh, beat Desujuai Dynasty fourteen to seven. Um, Dude, did, did you see what we did to do it though? Did not. Friday night we did six straight battles. Oof. From eight to eleven p.m. we battled Desujuai Dynasty. It was it was a good time. <laughs> stressful time, but good time. Very stressful. <laughs> Very good. So we clinched the win Friday night before we ever got there. Yeah, nice. that was definitely probably going to do more of those, but definitely fun. Nice. Congratulations there. Uh, this week, you guys are playing Evanstocks. Uh, part two, uh, lost to Hear Me Pyroar, 9 to 12. Uh, this week, they have Michigan PvP. Uh, part three. Tres lost to Fearsome Frost last six to fifteen. Uh, this week we play uh, Cleveland S Cavaliers. Um, that sounds familiar. Did we play though that team? We've played them a few times, and yeah. we've clapped them every time. So Trace, we got come this. on easy claps. Um, there were some rule disputes. Yeah, Matthew, yeah. what happened here? Because I, I so, saw you tag me, but you know I was a little busy. He wasn't doing no, anything I important. Understand. <laughs> so this is the second week that we've encountered this, and I've been I've I've familiarized myself a lot with like the self rules in terms of like what they're granting, like replays and stuff. Um, and I could like understand sort of like where uh self is coming from, but it honestly just like really pisses me off. So. I'll set the stage like this. Um, The week before we had a dispute that we submitted because one of our battlers uh, games in the middle of his battle, the game completely freezes you. He's like still tapping on the screen, but the actual gameplay completely freezes for about five seconds. It then picks back up. He gets all his energy back but his health is has dropped down and his pokemon dies so we say that we want to dispute that match because we were unable to do anything for five seconds we play a provisional match um and and we go forward with that we're waiting for Sylph to review the footage and make a determination whether or not our provisional battle, which we ended up winning will count towards our total. Um, what it would do is it would allow our player to have actually won the, the match two one instead of lose two one. And then when in factions, when all points matter, it, is a pretty big deal if we're not maximizing the amount of points that we could do every week. Um, 
Sylph did review the footage and they came back with the the game does not need to be replayed. So your provisional match didn't count. You'll take the loss from the game. And their reasoning was that all the energy was accounted for. So you don't need to replay the match. And it really frustrated me because I was like, sure, all the energy may have given, like, may have been given back to us, but we weren't able to do any actions in between, like, throw on proper move timing, do a swap. Like, we couldn't physically play anything in the game. Do you want me to make you more angry, Matthew? Oh, Lord. <laughs> two, was it two seasons ago, Astro Now? Was it two or three seasons ago we, we had the Maybe exact it was same three. We had, I had the exact same thing happen to me. They ruled in my favor because it, they said it allowed my opponent to fire their move before my ice punch would have been available. Because I would have got the ice punch first and then we see him peed because I got that, that turn of delay. And they ruled okay. in our favor that we could do it. So when it comes to like visual, when it comes to like visual lag, like I understand like there's, there's energy that you can gain, like the game can catch up. But the problem that we have is like the, like we know as players, like it doesn't matter if you got your energy back because it's how you're like utilizing every, every turn that affects the outcome. Um, We had another instance this week where we we ended up not um, submitting the dispute because when we played out the provisional battles, the result remained the same. But the team that we were we were up against when they reviewed our footage, they used the same excuse that Sylph gave, which is sure your game froze for five seconds and it allowed our player to farm up to a hundred energy, but you got all your energy back. So we don't see, you know, what what the issue is here. And it's just like, come on, guys. Like I had something <laughs> similar happen in regionals with my Scraftiana Aloha Ninetales, where my game froze and then I was told, Well, yeah, you but you got all your energy. You had all the energy. And I was like, Yes, but they also were able to get off three weather balls, which is not actually possible <laughs> in that matchup. <laughs> so something clearly happened <laughs> where they were able yeah. to get more energy than I was. I would just say, like, if you're a factions competitor and you are filing a dispute, um, I guess it's really sad to say, like, don't expect like a logical response back from self just if you're submitting a dispute proceed in your like the rest of your bout um as if you have you had lost that disputed point which is what we had to do in order to like just like really carry on we were just like okay we're gonna count we're not even gonna count this in like the point totals that we need so we just adjusted our strategy to say like okay we need x amount of points to to win this bout so this week was just kind of really hard because you know some of our players were you know playing in regionals so Mm -hmm. they were playing their their matches 
pretty exhausted, which affected the battles and stuff. But we're we're gonna rest up and we're gonna we're gonna get back at it uh, for this coming cycle or this yeah. coming uh, week's bout. I mean, for all the the months that we've been doing this, and I've had to deal with disputes and factions um, when I was captain of part one. I've almost come to like the conclusion that it's almost better to just try and work it out between the captains. And if it comes down to like a serious disagreement, then bring it. But if you guys, for the most part, most captains are pretty reasonable and understanding and yes, they have their team in mind, but also like they don't want to get called out for being, biased or unfair um so try and you know work it out amongst captains before you have to bring it to self because then who knows what's gonna happen you know one day they could say it was because of the energy and there's no replay and then the next day the next week they'll say oh no that's a replay so and and keep in mind they're people yeah people make mistakes so you, you, you're relying on... It, it's the same thing if you talk about TCG and getting cards graded. Dino knows, Dino knows this all too well. You can send the same card in three separate times and get three separate grades. Not as much anymore because they're using AI for a lot of it. But literally, I've seen people get a card back. It gets a 9-2. Break it out of the case. Send it back in. It gets a 9-5. Break it out of the case. Send it again. It gets a 10. Yeah. Because the person that was grading it that day was in a good mood. So it's no different with the dispute. So yes, if you can work it out with the captain, which is what Sylph asks you to do before submitting the dispute, Mm -hmm. is to work together with the opponent, opposing captain for, you know, a mutual agreement. Well, speaking of people who make mistakes... Time for the news. The what? The news. The what? The, the in-game, in-game news. Did I win transition? That was transition of the year. Oh, right? that was so that was good. The, that was oh, the best one. Oh boy, let's go. Uh, so, okay. All right, let's, before we get into, I think, what's going to take up most of this section, let's just, <laughs> Agreed. let's just run through the rest of this garbage that's going on. Um, what is this? What is this? Spring into spring events uh, starts tomorrow, April 4th through the 10th. Uh, did we talk about this last week? No, this is just, Okay. Uh, cutie this is fly. new. We actually need to cover it. Yeah. Cutie fly in, uh, Ribombi? Ribombi. Okay. I'm assuming that's what cutie fly evolves into? Correct. It's okay. a bug fairy type. Ah, okay. Uh, let, makes... let, let, me, let me help out real quick for people that's wondering if this is going to be any good. It's trash. I mean, it, it sounds... Well, I mean, I, I saw it, and not to judge a Pokemon's PvP usage on how it looks, but I looked at it, and I just went... Oh, these tend to not be very good. 
just so they look bad they're not good sometimes <laughs> yeah yes I, I mean yeah. i mean look at look at the uh look at the pokemon that are in regionals like they look like they can kick ass like that's fair look at uh, that's fair imagine yeah. walking up and having a giant trevenant standing in front of you i was thinking more of an azu so i'm like as is like eh. as is like the as outlier a nine as well a nine you just want to give it a hug yeah that's what i'm thinking like maybe not shadow but a nine is like it's it, i don't want to like give it. an a nine a hug that thing looks cold oh no thank you yeah i guess <laughs> for yeah. the most part i mean yeah. there's a few there's a few but when you look at them you're like okay like I can see yeah medichan yeah, you know all those yeah, okay. That's fair. Sharpedo. Um Okay. <laughs> definitely I just, not. I was just trying to see if I could I see Wildcat deep in thought, so I was trying to get him to break thought. No, they're, yeah, they're <laughs> nope, both. I, no, I heard. I just was choosing to ignore you. Uh so oh great. Guess what we're getting? New costume Pikachu. Yeah, but do you know the good news, Astro? They can evolve. They can evolve. Yes. Um, they're going to have cherry blossoms on their head. So I'm assuming it looks very similar to like the flower hats, like the, the, the little yep. rings. Well, no, it's just like a kind of like a flower thing on the side. Eh. Yeah. Eh, okay. it's correct. Yeah. Uh, event bonuses. We're going to get two times hatch candy, half uh hatch egg distance and one hour lucky eggs get it because it's spring and easter the rabbit mm-hmm. eggs mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. wild encounters costume pikachu jigglypuff Ooh, i haven't seen a jigglypuff in the wild in a minute uh costume eevee meryl speaking of uh azumarill uh whimser Wim- Whis- whismer there we go. Whismer? There we Wim- go. Whismer. Uh, costume Baneri. So they're bringing back the... F- this was last season. Last ones, right? The crown. Um, Bunnelby. Cutie Fly. Chansey with the flower crown. Uh, for some trainers. And Togetic with flower crown for some trainers. Because having a Togetic community day is not enough Togetic. Yep. Uh, and your Togetic is 300 Stardust if you're some trainers that get that. Um, this is not a bad PvP event, though. It really isn't. Because, Ooh. I mean, a lot of people don't realize this, but Igglybuff is a thing in, in Little Cup, right? And you need XLs for it. So you have Jigglypuff here. So I feel like that's good for it. You know, you got Pikachu if you want to do an Ultra League, which apparently we need it sometimes for Ultra League now. Uh, specifically, yes, and Raichu. Not Kanto, uh, even though I have one built now. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> um, EV, EV's XL is always good. Um, you got Meryl. And for yeah, for Azu, you know, you want that for regionals if you're going to be doing that. Chansey, do not catch that because we don't want no more XL Chanseys, please. Sure, we do. Uh, no. <laughs> and then obviously we had Togetic, but yeah, Togetic, I guess, is always good for the dust. Uh, but yeah, like Wildcat was saying, overall it's a really good uh, PvP event. I, I would say Bunnelby for Diggersby. Yeah, don't, you left out Bunnelby. Oh I shit! I thought that out. was. I thought that was. I was. I got confused with the uh, Binary. The, the Binary. Yeah. 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 
No, yeah, Bonobi, yeah, for sure. Actually, I don't have that yet, so that's going to be... Yeah, it's, it's a really good event for you to use probably a normal-type Mega, uh, depending on what you want to do. For, but for the most part, it hits like all of the Pokemon with a normal Mega. So one thing I've noticed over the past couple events, I've seen a lot of Wismer. Wismer. Uh-huh. You think they're gonna do something with uh they gave it boom burst so they need us to be able to get it to build it. Yeah, because it's so OP. Oh yeah, that's right, it did get it. <laughs> I was like, huh, maybe we'll get like a there'll be some way that what is it, explode or explode? Explode. Gets good or it is. it's got boom burst, it's the most broken thing in the game now. The day that becomes busted, maybe the day we we stop this podcast. As much as I want, like my normal Pokemon to like work like that, a lot of these, um, and that Pokemon would be kind of cool to to use, um, just because of the way it looks. But anyway. Speaking of things that look great but don't work great, raids. Um, one star raids. We got. <laughs> uh, one star raids, costume Pikachu, Jigglypuff, costume Eevee, Cutie Fly. Oh my gosh. If anybody wastes even a free pass on a one star raid during this event, just just delete your game. So yeah, don't waste your time on on, on the one star raids. Three star raids aren't that much better. Uh, we've got Executor, a low and Executor. I think that's the the outlier there. I guess uh, Chansey with the Flower Crown and Togetic with the Flower Crown. Um, so we can give you money to do t- t- raids for two things that are in the wild, a common spawn. Or Lillian Executor. Yeah. God, uh, why is it so trash on the rating? And I wonder why Niantic hates raids. Five-star raids got Lugia. Uh, and then Mega Low Punny will be our Mega for this event. 2K Eggs, Costume Eevee, Costumed Pichu, Costume Togepi, and Azrul, Costume Hapni. Munchlax, Riolu, and Cutefly. Riolu in two Ks. Yeah. Uh, the only one. Like, Genius ears times. just peaked. Like, his entire face <laughs> was like, wait, wait, what? I'm like, literally, he's like, I'm waiting for him to say, I'm like, Riolu. Yes, please. Yes. Yes. Uh, field research task encounters. Oh, and it's half hatch, hatch distance. Right? Half, half, half? Is that what it's Half said? hatch distance, yes. Yeah. I guess. Could be a I whole have lot. 10, 12 kilometer eggs in my inventory right now. It's a lot of Riolu you could possibly get to. So. Um, field research task encounters for the costume of Pikachu, Chansey, Eevee, and Togetic. There will be a collection challenge that will get you XP, Stardust, and a lucky egg. 
And there's a new Happy Avatar hoodie um, for you to, I'm assuming, purchase um, for your avatar. Uh, there is... So they're still going to do this, huh? What? <laughs> what? What are you talking about? Still, it's definitely not raid related, right? Still, st- still trying these elite raids, huh? Because the first one went off so well. Yeah, look what day of the week this one's on too. Yeah. So <laughs> here's here's the thing. So the day so much doesn't bother me because there's, I mean, there's a good there's. We got to be realistic. There's a lot of people who don't celebrate Easter. So to them, Sunday is just Sunday. Um, So there's that. But it is still a national holiday. Um, It's actually a holiday that is celebrated internationally. It's one of the few true international based holidays. Really? For a lot of countries. Okay. Um, Pretty much any country that's primarily um, Protestant. Catholic, et cetera, et cetera, celebrate Easter. Yeah. As a holiday. So there'll be a, a decent amount of people who will be busy doing things. Um, and not just on that day, uh, it's 11, 2, and 5. People definitely don't do anything at those times. No, especially in those days. Def- definitely not. Around eleven, I will be doing an Easter egg hunt with my kids. Around two, I will be eating, and around five, I will be napping. I was going to say that. I'm, if you said anything <laughs> other than sleeping at five that day, I was going to call you a liar. Yeah. That's literally that's that's what my family does on Easter. Uh, we do the eggs. We eat a lot of food. And then, and then go comatose. All, yeah, and then we all just sit around and take naps. Um, oh, also, it's going to be in person, too. Yep. Just Let's just picture this, okay? For those of you who celebrate this this holiday in, in whatever form, we're going to assume they're the, the church-goer person, Okay. You're sitting in church, mass, whatever. All of a sudden, you look down at your phone. It's 11 o'clock. Now, could you imagine turning to your wife, significant other, partner, family, and saying, excuse me, I need to go potentially catch a Pokemon that may or may not actually work when I get there? What can go wrong? Sounds perfectly reasonable to me. Yeah. Uh, what would Mrs. Wildcat say to you? <laughs> well, she's going to grab asleep. my account and join you. Yeah. She, the good news is she's going to be asleep because, you know, she has to work nights, yeah. which is also the bad news because, you know, she misses Easter with the family. Yeah. Um, but if she didn't. Yeah. I, I, I've already been. To- Look, wh- why am I not going to the IC, guys? Uh, you're on the Pokemon. You're on Pokemon. Uh, what is it? Parole. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I was bluntly told that if I even mention going to NAIC this year, because that's just so happened right around my anniversary, Ooh. that I wouldn't be making it to that 10 year anniversary. 
<laughs> so imagine if I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to skip out on, East, on on Easter activities to go catch a Pokemon. Yeah, man. I would. I wouldn't be alive very long. It's not not going to happen very well. Um, but also, uh, it's uh, it's in person, so that's even better. Um, let's be real. Uh, let's let's be honest with this whole thing. Um, just watch Twitter the day before for our poor, poor people over in New Zealand that are probably going to get fucked by this again. I'm really waiting on Pokemoners to post when Aleki's actually been put in the game correctly. Yeah. I guarantee you it's going to be 15 minutes or less before Let's, the first one goes live. We're going to give you the, we'll give you the, the information on it. Just be smart with this one. Um, we already got duped with the first one. Let's let's be let's be smart with this one. Um, there's going to be a time to research um, for what is this? Fuck Reggie candy. Fuck 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 off candy. No, oh Reggie candy. Sorry. Uh, is it is it Reggie candy for the actual Reggie that we're catching? No. Oh, it's for the it's old the other ones? three. Or is it for the uh Redra- Reg- Reggie Drago that No. Not everybody. No, nope, it's the other three. <laughs> Cuz that would be even better. <laughs> There's your makeup event. We're going to give you candy for a Pokémon you probably didn't catch. <laughs> that would be something there. That would be something. <laughs> <laughs> that would be uh if that would it be just a slap in the face so um still no word on anything about uh reggie drago um so fast moves on this are either lock on or thundershock um and then your charge moves hyper beam thunder and zap cannon how pvp relevant is this one going to be it will not be in an even with its current moveset in the in main series it there's not the move to make it relevant partially because it is extremely frail in the main series. Regieleki is really good because it is the fastest Pokemon in the game. Mm-hmm. It is faster than speed form Deox- Deoxys. Holy shit. Oh, wow. It's that's why it's good in the main series. Unfortunately, what's the one stat we don't have that we have in the main series speed. 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 So this is a deck century. Wow. I was gonna yeah. say with the st- the moves that it has, I mean, it looks kind of relevant, but never mind. Yeah. W- would you do you want do you want to hear the stats on this thing so you can see just what I mean? I mean, it's an electric, so I'm assuming I was you know, expecting instantly high, that it would be. Glossy. I was expecting high attack stat. I know defense is low, but like ready in Master League level fifty. So we're maxing this thing out right out of the gate. I'm not even gonna bother with anything else. It's got an attack of two twenty two. To put that in perspective, Mewtwo's attack stat, hold on, let me type, is 264. Okay. So it's not even as high of an attack stat as Mewtwo. Its defense is 117.6. I'm once again going to put this in perspective of Mewtwo for you. Mewtwo's defense is 165. Its stamina is 172. Versus Mewtwo's 192. Wow. It is trash. 
Yeah. So it's kind of be like one of those uh, Reggies that is good, like in certain metas, maybe kind of like Reggie Ice. Possibly, but you won't be able to. I don't think you're going to be able to get it low enough. Let me check. Like for like maybe I know that Reggie Ice and Reggie Rock has has some relevance in Ultra League at some point. So I, I just didn't know if maybe that's where <sighs> maybe you can at level twenty get one low enough. You have to have a stat of four four thirteen eight. Or one thirteen thirteen, so it is possible to get a great league version on trade. Yeah, but really freaking rare. Yeah. And the fun keeps rolling. April fifteenth from two to five, Tokatik Community Day. Woohoo! Um, hey, that's three hundred dust to catch. I ain't going to knock that. Or with yeah. a star piece, 450. Yeah. There you go. Um, we talked about this last week, right? What, spotlight? Oh, yeah. We talked about Tokyo Community Day last week. We don't have to go into yeah. it. The, but oh, that spotlight oh. hour, y'all, next week. Sheesh. What do we got for spotlight hour? Oh, Shelter. Didn't we this, talk about this? This is the best spotlight hour the game has ever had. We talked about Shelder not being in the game or haven't seen a Shelder in the longest I, time. I couldn't tell you the last time I saw Shelder. Yeah, they're they're listening, right? They're listening. I guess. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. If they, Obviously they, not when we talk about this next thing. Maybe yes or no. Uh, it just depends. <laughs> maybe the people we don't want to hear or that have no say in anything are listening and then the ones that don't do are not. Um, but anyway, Shelter will be on April 11th, two times transfer candy, but it's a thousand stardust per catch. We like that. It may, so, this may be like the first spotlight hour in a long time that I've do, I'll do. So you guys, okay. So from this, from a- April 11th to April 15th, you got to see how much stardust you gain because in that same week, you're going to be gaining a lot of dust. So I'm going to check to see how much dust I'm able to gain from that Tuesday spotlight hour all the way to the end of Saturday. I will say this weekend, just with completely passive play, gotcha play only because the regionals had double catch um, Mm -hmm. dust. I got over 300,000 this weekend. Yeah. I mean, I think that's how much I got as well. Completely passive. Did not yeah. look at my game at all, really. Yeah, I think we got like three, three or four. Yeah, it was it was really good. Like I liked that. Also, like I didn't notice that he's like, yeah, there's like a some kind of event just like locally. I'm like, what are you talking about? And it's like two times dust. I'm like, what? I'm like, all right, bet. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Please, please put on a star piece for this event because you'll please. get 1,500 star dust yeah. per catch Dude, yeah. that's actually insane and maybe even go to like a, a a um park or a parking lot let's be honest because that's where they spawn more things at but and play because yeah mcdonald's walmart actually yeah. walmart 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 has yeah walmart parking lots man that's so sketchy <laughs> just imagine you just driving around the parking lot Oh, and I've done that before. Like, my wife needed to run in for something. And yeah. I'm like, I've literally just cruised the parking lot at like 0.5 miles an hour in a circle. <laughs> That's awesome. So yeah. this is also a thousand stardust before any sort of weather boosting. Just to put that out there. So if you are lucky Rain. enough to get weather boosting, it is even more valuable. We have we have Fuck. a pretty good shot Wait. at that. Yeah, that's a good shot. The only time. Do the rain dance. I'll do that. <sighs> Speaking of things getting shot, the moment you've all been waiting for listening <laughs> to this episode. This is <laughs> what everyone uh, is waiting for us to talk about. Jesus Christ! Um, nope, not ready. We've had we've had our our discussions about this already off air. So this is on air discussions for some of us. Uh, there was uh an up uh not an update uh it was it was a notification it was a um a letter to us from Niantic uh letting us know that they're making changes to remote raids um let me start i will give them one point of credit out of the gate then they gave us a specific date and time the effect goes. What's the date and time? April 6th at 11 a.m. Pacific Daylight Time. So that's GMT minus 7. And this came out what day? Um, not 30 days before like they promised us. Yeah. So Probably that's like, why I wanted to give them one point of credit. One point. It came out on, <laughs> it came out on Thursday. Just so happened 
uh, right after some other news in the political sphere dropped, this came out and that political news went away from my Twitter entirely, which I was like, oh, I wanted to see what Twitter was going to do with that. And then this came up and I'm like, oh, I wanted to delete my Twitter quickly because I can't take this right now. It was a bad day for Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Um. So what they've done is they're they're not. Okay. I'm going to read it the way it was presented. They're not taking away remote raids. And they are not nerfing remote damage. Correct. They are increasing the price of remote raid passes in the shop. By a uh, lot. By 95 coins. Uh, so it is currently what three? What is it for three? Three hundred for three. Three hundred for three. Uh, so that's a hundred per. Uh, it'll now be a hundred and ninety-five per raid pass. So that's if you buy them single, there is a slight discount if you buy them as a three pack. Yeah. Um. So from three hundred to five hundred and twenty-five for the three pack. So five dollars and a quarter to buy three raid passes. Yes. Um, I don't. So wait, that's um, how much how much is how much how many coins do you get for four ninety nine? It? It's five hundred. Yeah. So you need see. OK, that that's an issue there. Um, <laughs> yep. Because it forces you to buy the the ten dollar one. Uh, four ninety nine gives you five hundred and fifty coins. Oh, oh, you get a slight discount. Okay, there so we go. Then. Okay, all right. Um, so here's uh the other big point. Um, they are now putting a cap on the number of raids you can do in a day. Um, now I believe a day is considered from midnight to 1159. Correct. Um, so there it's, it's going to be limited to five remote raids per day. Unless there's a special event where they may increase the limit. Yes. Um, now there's also, uh, with that, there are also increasing or buffing some of the in-person things for raids. Um, I believe we're getting guaranteed XL now. What was no. there was there was some stuff. You had increased a chance. Increased chance of candy XL. Okay. Not rare candy XL. Of candy XL for that species. And that's and it's it? not guaranteed. It's just an increased chance. Yeah, that's it. I thought there was something guaranteed. Based, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm reading this about Candy XL. So trainers who participate in five surgery in person will earn more XL uh, candy than before. So I guess it's just it does it does say that you will gain it, get it. You'll get more yeah, candy yeah, XL. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, it could be one. It doesn't mean that I mean it doesn't say that they're increasing the odds of getting it, 
But I guess if it's a legendary, you're guaranteed, right? You're guaranteed three. So maybe you get four. I would, yeah, because like I was saying that, like, if anybody that I was trying to do the math, like, if let's just say you can't do in person, like, the most exhale candy you can get in a week that usually a a raid boss is around is like maybe like minimum like 140 XL. Like, and that's that's not enough to build a level 50. Like, imagine, like, you know, Astro that's busy, you know, or Wildcat that's just like insane. Let's let's take it step by step, though, because that is something I want to talk about. How do we feel about the price adjustments? How- I, I think the price adjustments a little like that's I have less of a problem with the me personally. This is just me speaking personally as a player. I have less of a issue with the limit as much of a as I do with how drastic of a price change they made. Where you for just a single remote rate pass, you almost effectively have doubled the price. Um going from three hundred to five twenty-five, that like that leap is to just sort of like sh- put it in perspective the 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 single remote pass raid, but I think it would have been fair for them to go from like one hundred even to like one fifty, I would have thought was high, but that's a more reasonable palatable number than almost doubling the individual pass itself um i do think the limit for five Let's a day limit later let, let, I, okay. I, I want to take it one step at a time okay strictly price dina what do you think about the price i agree i mean i think it's doubling like almost doubling it. it's just like a little excessive in my opinion but i don't know what the route the route they're trying to go and i think i guess we'll go more into that but I like like Matthew said. I was expecting at least like fifty coins would have been like a good number, even like that would have been like not as bad. But ninety five is just just is like a huge jump from a you know just a hundred. Okay, Astro. We're gonna talk. Do we really want my opinion? Yeah, we we really want your opinion. We th- okay. this is open have, discussions here. I don't have a problem with the price increase. I mean, I'm not paying for it regardless, but um, it's I I guess a 95% increase is essentially what it is. It is. Um, Seems seems a little high when you put it at that number, but when you think about consumerism in general, most price increases for profits, like I think 120 or 125%. Um, so I, again, remember some of my thought comes from a business perspective, um, where a 95% increase, um, on something that's being consumed probably more frequently than the average raid pass isn't a huge increase in price, um, from a business standpoint, from a consumer standpoint, yes, that's an astronomical price increase um, from a consumer per- perspective. Yeah. I, I kind of, honestly, I, I know people are hearing me talk. I'm not super upset about the price increase. See, that's what, when you said that the first, when you told us that, I was shocked. Like, I dropped my phone. I went, yeah. I, do I think it was a little too high? 
Yes. I, I think 50 cents is a little too low, though, with what Matthew and Dean was saying. I think the proper number was probably 175. Because you I think are so, yeah. paying for the convenience factor there. And things that are convenient typically cost more. Look, I use DoorDash like nobody's business. Yep. I know when I use DoorDash, I pay more for that double cheeseburger from McDonald's mm-hmm. than if I went and got it myself. I'm aware of that, but I'm also aware that, hey, my daughter's in bed and I'm getting ready to stream in 20 minutes and I don't have time to run out to McDonald's. So I'm fine paying for that convenience factor. To me, remote rating is no different. It's a convenience. I can't go out and do that remote raid or that raid in person. I will pay for the convenience to be able to still get into the raid. Matthew, do you need did well, I shock I'm, you based on my opinion? I know our listeners are probably, you know, coming at me with pitchforks right now. No, I mean, I w- I'm kind of shocked by by you kind of like being okay with it. But um, I mean, you, I, I feel like I'm okay with it. But did we expect it? Like, would it have been okay if they went like 195 and then have no limits? Like, let's just no cap. Like, would that have been like worse or drives this but- right into the next point of question? The limiting. If they did that, I wouldn't say a bad word about it. I would and, not say anything because here's the problem with the limits. And this is back to what Matthew is saying. You know, he, he Matthew doesn't have a problem with the limit, actually. So he's the opposite of me right now. So as you said, Daniel, the maximum amount of candy, assuming you don't have mega bonuses and things of that nature that you can earn in seven days is 140 candies. Now, let's say you transfer all those. So you get an extra 10, 155. That means you are putting in $5.25 plus, you know, another two bucks daily. So $7, we'll, we'll round it up and say $7.50 a day times seven days. So to even, not even to be able to finish building the that Pokemon, $52, not even to be able to finish building it. When right now, I can throw in 100 bucks for all intents and purposes. And I finish my build. Yep. And guess what? I can do that in one day if I really choose to. Because I'm not limited. I'm going to go back to my DoorDash example. If I need to order DoorDash for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, they're not going to stop me. That's more money in their pocket. That's more reasonable. To, you know, they're, I'm providing them business. The short-sightedness and just dumbassery of Dianic to not understand what their player base is and to say, our mission is more important than the way you want to play us our game. And I know we're going to talk a little bit in a minute about why they're, our mission's more important, because let's be frankly honest, that $52 that I just mentioned is peanuts to them. That is a rounding error on a spreadsheet as far as they're concerned. They don't care about your $52 in raid money. Before I go into more about why they don't care, what, Matthew, what's your, what's your, what, why, why do you feel that the limit's not a big deal? So no, you, so you're saying they don't care about your money on the raid passes. Um, <laughs> so this is, this is an angle that I was thinking about because, um, I know sort of like the back end of how Apple works and Apple just, just Apple app charges 30% for any sort of transaction. So every time you purchase pokey coins for, let's say that four ninety nine, you get 550 
uh, Apple takes 30% of that $4.99 off the top. What this does is it actually increases Niantic's profit rate for each pass that you purchase from their original, from the old rate, which is as of recording for a box of 300, Niantic's making about 70 cents uh, profit per pass. With this price increase, they will now be making a dollar sixteen per pass that you use that you've purchased in the game. So they may say that this has nothing to do with profits. I find that very, very hard to believe from any sort of tech company where But if it was the profit, why would you limit to five a day? That doesn't make any sense to me at all. What is the one thing we have said since this game came out? If the game is free, what's the product? And that that means that it's our data. What's more valuable to them? Your dollar sixteen they're going to make off that remote raid pass, or the location data that they can sell about you to a advertiser? And the, just to go off that, it kind of makes sense because it wasn't in the notes, but in the price adjustments, it says that the premium battle passes for three packs is going to go. There isn't that actually that option here for the three uh, three uh, like pass pack. Uh, each individual one is a hundred, but for three, when this comes out, it's going to be two fifty. So it's a discount. So you're getting a discount for the premium battle pass to raid in person. And you're getting a discount to be out in person. And this goes back to you getting more encouraged to raid in person and get your location. It's the location data. That's what this is to drive them, drive us towards. So they can get our data so they can sell said data. Because there's just discounting, what, 50 coins off a three, you know, the, the, the pass to get more money based off the location. Astro, how do you feel about the limit? Because I, I have more feelings on the limit and why it's a bad thing. But I want to see, how do you feel about that first before we get there? I'm with... So... Um, before I say anything, I really didn't want to talk about this at all from my perspective. Especially since I've seen some of what's been going on on Twitter with, you know people freaking out about this, um, people bash, you know, granted, I'm not going to come at it, um, from like an asshole point of view. Um, but you know, at, we can, we can talk about this subject yeah. without the vitriol behind it. Like, yeah, that that's just, the whole point of our podcast as, as you know, to my listeners, our listeners, it's not, this I've always been very open and honest with everything, whether you guys like it or not. Um, so please don't stop listening to this um, <laughs> or, you know, unsubscribing because of my personal view, because for the majority of things, I'm behind everyone. I champion behind everyone. Uh, this one, I can't. I just I don't see. <sighs> If they were taking it away completely, yes. Uh, if they were 
raising the price, limiting you, taking away damage, and, you know, removing, you know, you're not getting, you know, they're decreasing bonuses or rewards and stuff like that. Those are things that I would, hands down, no problem, be like, no, that's a dick move. Here, I'm just kind of like, and putting aside my sourness towards the rating system in general, and and just you know my personal feel on the game um, currently. When we saw when I saw five, the first thing I thought of was how many people are actually doing more than five raids a day that on average now there's certain outliers now i also think about it in this perspective too if this happened before they took away master league premiere and premiere classic would we be just as upset yes I don't think so. I do, and here's why. You actually get to come from a somewhat place of privilege with where you live. How to many GMs and, and GMs and things are around you? From my house, I can I can remote into one. But if you drive five minutes, how many GMs can you get to? Yeah, there's there's quite a bit. Now, think about those people that live in communities where there is one GM within 45 minutes of their house. Right. The only way they could even do raid bosses typically was relying on remote raids because their communities don't exist for raiding. They never did. So this opened up the game to people to be able to actually do the same thing that you got to do because you can drive five minutes away from your house. Right. But look at it like this too. You can't, unless you can reach a gym from your house. How do you do a remote raid? You get on Poke Genie. But we're our Discord. Correct. But how do you get that invite? Someone is either remoting into from their house to a gym they have or they're, they're or there's they're a gym at, at, at the gym. Or they live at a gym. Or they're using an app not sanctioned by Niantic, yeah. which is this is another but someone's shot inviting you. trying Right. right. Someone is inviting you. So instead of looking at it from a perspective of what we're losing in that aspect, we could also look at it as the people who have been feeding us those remote raids, like let's say Reyes, who's more than likely at those raids. Oh, Reyes 100% of the time is at the raid. He's now getting a bonus for sending you that raid. You're on mute. But there's a chance he won't be able to get enough people to do that raid this time because you're now, I've hit my five, five raid pass limit for the day. Right. So now he's doing fewer raids in person because you're not allowing other people to help him. Right. But there's also times in a general raid where we're just, everyone's just burnt out on doing a raid and he sends it to us and we don't do it. Yeah, but 
that's different than us being burned out on a raid is different than us being told that we can't do the raid. Right. But again, they're not telling you, you, you can't, I think what the problem is, is, and this is where I feel like, and this is where I didn't want to talk, why I didn't want to talk about it is because this is where I feel like I'm going to piss a bunch of people off. Um, but I'm just going to say it. Um, this is where I feel like we're being babies because we're complaining because someone came and told you, you weren't allowed to do something. You weren't allowed to do more than five. And to me, I feel like right now with this, if we were all complaining about the price increase, I could get behind that more than the fact that people are mainly focusing on the fact that you're getting five raids. I can see where you're coming from there, but here's my problem. The bigger problem is the reasoning they're giving us for not allowing the remote raids and limiting and starting to put these limits in place is we want to re-strengthen local communities. We want more in-person play. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but there are much larger communities online now that people have literally traveled to meet other people for. Oh, 100%. Because remote rating exists. I'm not, and and that those are things I'm not so, disagreeing with. So and- Niantic's reasoning is completely dismissing an entire part of the community, and it's supposed to be a community-based game. They're like, we want local in-person communities when they don't realize the online communities are where people actually are building real friendships today. I could I could agree with that if they took it away. And this is where I'm having a hard time standing behind it because they're not taking it away from us. There they're are not- streamers that are dedicated to rating that they have taken their ability to stream away from them. Okay. They have but, taken their community away from them by saying your community cannot join your raids anymore. Well, Once your community hits their five a day, they can no longer join your raids. Your community is now being taken away from you. When I they're mean, also saying on the other hand, the reason we're doing this is we want to encourage community. Now, okay. do you, you see what I mean there? The the flip side to this is also they, they are encouraging in-person play and the really the only benefits they've given us is 50 cents uh or sorry like 50 coins cheaper for a three pack of in person and then a increased xl candy drop they Mm -hmm. haven't in my opinion done enough to even just incentivize in-person rating to really compensate for the the limit that they put on remote raids and the price increase if they had said we're increasing the price of remote raids to to the amount that they had now. We're limiting the um, amount of remote raids you can do. But in order to uh, sort of protect the integrity of the game, which is what they they were saying in their press release, they should have given more incentives to raid in person maybe guaranteed like maybe inc- guaranteed uh rare candy from like in-person drops or guaranteed chance of rare candy xl oh better yet in-person. here you go Astro. i can fix rating for you in-person raid you get a guaranteed catch if you yes. remote the chance is no longer guaranteed 
and your remotes are not limited. I'd be, I wouldn't, I, you wouldn't catch me buying a remote raid pass ever. I would, I would. Would that not incentivize you to play the way they want you to? Yes, 100%. Versus telling you, you can't do this thing? I mean, they're, they're saying you can, you just can't do more than a certain amount. It's just like, but if you're one, I can drink a whole bunch of alcohol, but the law says I can't get in the car and drive. Well, why? Why can't I? I'm an adult. I should be able to drink and drive as much as I want. I don't. We like can't. That we can't put. That's more for the the good and safety of society. Not it's the, it's so anything, we can drain your location data. But it's it's more than that. It's more than that. It's right now the complaint that everyone is giving is a complaint of. Well, I want all I want. It's a very, and this is what I'm saying, and it's kind of what this is exactly it's why I didn't want to talk about it. It's not that I want all I want. It's, it's a very you should not first be living, world problem. It is, but the, the point that I'm we're is, bitching about just to bitch. I personally feel like this topic is we've run out of things to bitch about, so now we're going to bitch about something. See, I, I don't. I feel like this is once again. It is putting a certain portion of the player base at a disadvantage because of there where is they no live disadvantage. or their ability. There's no yes, disadvantage. There if, you can't, if I cannot, if I cannot go out and raid in person, I cannot build a level fifty Pokemon now. Okay, so then you don't play Master League. You play the other but cup that's, that's available you dis- to you. But right now it's Master League or Little Cup, which is still Master, which is still level and, fifty cup. And again, this is what I said: if they didn't take away your ability to use a level 40 Pokemon in Master League and be competitive. So if they didn't take away Premier Cup, uh, this is a perfect example. Dino, why are you raiding now? <laughs> because there's no because more Premier you Cup. Didn't, if it, history of the show, you did not raid. No. Your legendaries came from GBL rewards. Why did you start raiding? Because they took away Premier Cup and that's just level fifties now. Took exactly. away the classic cup. Yeah, the classic. classic classic cup, my bad. Exactly. So if they if they didn't take away classic cup, would you be rating as much as you're rating right now? Uh no. But now here's the flip side of that. King Tom, Shoe Star, Mosh Pit, Instinct Leader Spark. The people that are doing Master League level 50 Pokemon, that they are doing it for a faction, you also took their ability away to finish that Pokemon that they need to finish. I feel like those guys are in the Reyes boat, where they're actually going no, and doing that. Shoe Star is in nearly every remote raid that our Discord puts up to help him finish it. The, the, the only way to finish these typically is to do eight to nine remote raids a day minimal. So now if they, if Dino, would you, if they said the limit was 10 or 15, would you have as much of an issue with it? No, I would have no issue with it. Even 10. Like, I feel like that's fine. Oh, um, would it, it, the limit needs to be to where if you, if you chose to do all those remote raids in one day, you have the same advantage as if you could leave your house and have 50 gyms near you. If you're going to limit it, you have to limit it to where everyone's on the same playing field still, and that you're not being limited based on your location or your ability to get out and go to do something. The limit shouldn't be 
Now, because you are either disabled and can't go to that gym, or you live in a community that has no raiders and or has no gyms, that you're not put at a deficit. Because the five a day puts those players at a deficit where someone like that lives in New York that has gyms everywhere can just go hit all those in a day and be done with no problem at all. And they're getting a discount to do so. So. So one thing. I can't take the. Um, the accessibility thing too seriously, especially with the, the disability thing now, because they're not taking away remote rates. They're giving they're You're still allowed to remote rate. So you still but have you're no, limited to the five. You're, you still have accessibility to a remote raid with no, besides the increase of price, no other actual decrease, like debuff to the fact that you are remote rating. You're still getting the same amount of rewards. You're still dealing the same amount of damage. You're still able to do it. Okay. We're leaving out the five and the price increase. Okay. That's fair. The other thing was the amount of resources you can gain has now been limited per week. And a raid boss is typically around one week now. That is an important thing to keep Lugia's in mind. is going on what, two? And literally, do you know this effect goes into the, the um, effect when Lugia leaves? And what's the next one? Landorus. It's around for one week. Okay. And then how- Tabu Bulu's around for one week. And how many are, are going to be doing those? This is like the third, L- third time Landorus has both, been around? But they're both Master League relevant. And if you so, didn't build one before, now you again, need. Like me. Right. But again, this is where it's coming back to my argument of this wouldn't matter so much to our community as PvP people minus the, the Master League people. And even then, I think if you're doing a Master League and you've been doing level 50 Master League, you're more than likely going out to gyms. See, I, that's where I don't think you... I, I think you're underestimating the amount of re- remote rating this happens. You're drastic. Go watch a queue when a new or an important raid boss I've like Rayquaza. Like 22,000, things like that. Yeah. But I also see within 24 hours that drop from 22,000 to under 700. But even so, that's 700 people sitting there constantly looking to try to find a raid. Yeah. But that queue time of 700, the longest I've ever sat was 15 minutes. Yeah. Like I said, I think the bigger the bigger problem I have is the five. It's specifically that number because that number is not enough to keep the playing field level. Yeah, I agree with what you're saying. If they didn't take away classic, this wouldn't be as I will say it wouldn't be an issue. It wouldn't be as big of an issue. But they I don't, chose to take away I don't away think classic. the people, yes. I don't think the people who are, and I I hate, I'm not going to mention, but people who are saying on Twitter, this is, a, this is a reason why, this reason, this is why I'm stopping to play the game. Well, really? This is the reason you stop playing the game. This isn't the only, in those cases, you got to look at it from a, this I is the one that broke the ca- Vegas yes. when they blamed us 
for their mistake. But this is just another time on top of what happened. What's on top of what happens. What's on, it just keeps happening. And this one hurts more because if you go out and, and look at the people, the creators and other people they work with on a daily basis had conversations with them, told them what the reaction would be. And still said, this is what we're going to do. Even after that feedback was given, they still chose to go that way, which that's one of the reasons this is so upsetting is it goes back to they're not listening to the community. I think it's also just a cascading effect of things where um, it started really like going off the rails with the Hoenn tour in Mm -hmm. Vegas. And then the issues with the Hoenn tour, um, like global event. Mm -hmm. Um, And then it went to Reggie Drago with the issues with Reggie Drago. Um, Now it's going to the remote or the, um, pvp update that wasn't significant at all um to the april fools event what update exactly uh to the april fools event which historically april fools has actually been like a pretty fun event and all they did was just increase pidgey spawns they did that's that's it that's all they did so what what it's showing is to me it's a cascading effect in the degradation of the quality of gameplay that they are putting out and it just shows a uh laziness and a um it it makes me as a player feel that a company just is giving up and it is showing based on the um amount of issues that have been happening in the game that is not allowing it to even function at times properly. So it's just when you hear them increasing the price of uh, remote raids for a lot of people in my position, which has already been frustrated by it. It's like, okay, this is sort of like the last straw, which is why I feel like a lot of people now are saying, we need to bring back here as Niantic. There's, you know, the change.org petitions. And they're now starting to say this is code red. When in all honesty, if you were to just take a look back, it's like it's pretty apparent that it's been this entire year going going downhill. Yeah. I mean I look at it like I, I understand people being frustrated, trust me, more than anyone on the show right now, I understand the frustration and lack of enthusiasm towards Niantic. I 100% believe that their PR department has no idea what the hell they're doing. They have a PR department? If they, I, I, they probably, I, hopefully they don't. (laughs) Hopefully they don't. And, or if they do, they probably just need to start over. (laughs) Yeah. Because I've really never seen a company, because like Wildcat has mentioned this before on, on other episodes when we talk about certain things, 
These things are planned. So these changes were planned. Now, what the job of PR and public relations is to work with management is to say, okay, here's our plan. We need to veer left or we need to veer right because if we keep going straight, we're going to smash into a wall. And what Niantic is doing right now is saying... Is hitting the pedal. <laughs> Let's get to that wall as fast as we can. Like, they're not... They're not by any sort of way getting off of their track. And that's why it's a continuation of just bad thing after bad thing after bad thing after bad thing after bad thing. Because they're not stopping. To me, that shows... Pokemon Go is the last thing Niantic is worrying about. And that's why, like, at first when I read that thing that Trainer Tips, or was it Trainer or uh, Trainer Club, whoever Trainer, Trainer, Club. Club. Trainer, Club. Trainer Club posted, at, I actually thought it was Niantic making a joke about themselves before I had any context behind it, because... It's a hundred percent true. Everything in that in that thing, Pikmin, NBA World, all those things. Those are more important to Niantic currently because those help pull more location data out, which exactly. is all Niantic cares about, and especially NBA because now you've got NBA, you've got Nike, you've got all these other things that are tied with the NBA that Pokemon doesn't have. That's going to start bringing in more and more sponsorship money, more and more things like this is, Oh, all your players are playing here. If you go look at that game, that game is 110%. We just want you to go someplace and tell all your friends where you're at. And get as many people to come to that area as possible. Yeah. Now, I think this is one, because you're making the point, and we're saying Niantic as a, 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 a global thing. The people that are coding on Pokemon Go, the developers and the, the staff, they love Pokemon. Yes. No, we're talking about the yes. upper management, the, the people who... The board. We, the people, <laughs> Let's yeah, say the well, board. The people that we don't see talking to uh, talking back to us on Twitter. Like giving us updates, giving us feedback, because there's been Niantic people who've come out. Michael, Michael has been he's willing to take a take the yeah. heat that comes at him and he openly will talk about it. And you can tell he loves the game. Was he he was the guy who said like made the thing about like the GBL update? Yeah, he apologized for it. Yeah, yeah, he takes responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's when we're saying when I'm saying Niantic, that's not who I'm talking about. I'm talking about as an upper management whole of the company they've given me no reason to think that pokemon go isn't the bottom of their barrel fully and agree. that's why i've i've been saying for such a long time at some point pci has to step in and either take it over or pull the brand and say either you sell it or we pull the brand. Because if all this is doing is making the Pokemon company, 
who's now tied to this, look also just as bad. Because if you say Pokemon Go, you're not saying Niantic's Pokemon Go. We know who makes the game because we talk about them. We know. But if you ask the other person, you walk down the street and say, hey, do you know who makes Pokemon Go? What do you think they're going to say? Pokemon. The Pokemon Company. Oh, they're only going to say Pokemon Company because they don't realize that's a a different entity itself. It's just Pokemon. So at this point, if we were going to quit, I think we should have, again, we should have quit after Vegas. I think Vegas was the point of, that was that was the stop, the, the last stop where it was like, okay, you're either getting off or you're just going to have to ride the ride. And if you ride the ride, it's going to suck. So we can complain. We can be upset about things. Yes, but we have buckled ourselves into this this disaster. So let's keep that in mind. We've already like Vegas was it. Like, I don't see any other thing besides a company coming out and literally blaming their consumer for their lack of responsibility. That right there, that is when everyone who's complaining now and saying they were going to quit, that's when you should have quit. At this point, let's just strap up. And cross our fingers and hope. But let's also not just complain to complain at some points. Let's look at things and say, okay, we're not losing remote raids like we thought we were. We never thought we were. That was never the expectation. The, the expectation is what we got was it was going to be limited. The The limit here, is, the problem is they set the, in my opinion, they set the limit too low to keep the game equal. If they raise that limit to, I think, 10 to 15 is, is, in my opinion, kind of the sweet spot there. This is the non-issue. So if they raise it to 10 on big raid bosses. See, that's the problem. It should not just be on big raid bosses. It, it should be the, like, this this BS of we'll raise it for special events is just that. It's be either you set a limit and stick to it, or you you don't set the limit. Not this, oh, well, we know Zacian's going to be popular, so we're going to raise it up for that so we get more money out of it. That's worse, in my opinion, than just saying, here's your limit, we're sticking to the limit. But if they don't care so much about the money, and they're raising the limit, then it's literally they're raising the limit so that you can farm the resources. No, they're raising the limit because it's going to be a big event, like a GoFest, and they want to drain as much money out of a GoFest as they can. So if let's say the location data is more valuable to them, but for those big events, when the vast majority of a player base is playing that money becomes more significant versus a daily raid boss. So if they brought back a Zacian outside of a big event and raised it for the week at that point. So you would be more there just says that they, they don't care about this limit. And this limit was chosen just for them. 
like I said, either set the limit and stick to it and set the limit to where everyone has a fair chance of equal play or remove the limit in the first place. This BS of we'll raise it here, we'll raise it there. You know, it's part of the problem to me in this. That right there says, once again, they, they don't care about what their player base is t- telling them. Does that I mean, make sense? We, we've, we've known that for yeah. months and months and months and months. We've known that it, they're the, the that um, what is it? Remember in Finding Nemo when they go down into the, the dark and there's that fish that has a little light that gets them to go up to them just so that they it can eat them? The lantern? Yeah, there we go. Yeah, that, the lantern. That, the, yeah, the lantern. Thing. Okay. Hold on. Okay, that's that's what they're doing. They they wave a little thing in front of us to get us. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. They they're they're listening to us now. Oh, they heard us on hear us Niantic. Oh, we made a change. We made a change, and two months later, we're in their mouth. Yeah, like I said, I, 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 my big thing is the the limit they set creates an unequal playing field for a game, which shouldn't be there, in my opinion. If you set that limit to where if a person does want to go hard and they want to do that 10 a day to finish that build up in the seven days that that boss is here, they are able to do that just as if the same person that has it lives in New York wants to do zero remote raids and get the same thing done. That should be possible in both situations. Limiting it to the point that the rural person can't do the same thing the city person can is a problem. But what I will say, as a community, I hope you can look at what we've been doing here and having an open, honest, and civil discussion. Yeah. And emulate that with how you talk to Niantic. Because in the end, we all love this game. We want what's best for the game and for our communities. And just going after one one another for your opinion, their opinion, isn't going to change the game. Yeah, isn't going to help anything other than break down the community. So that's kind of what I wanted to point out, just to kind of wrap up the the talk here. Yeah, is use this as an example with how you can talk and have these conversations. Do it respectfully, and and if you're going to have those conversations. Listen and try to understand where the other person's coming from. I get what Astro say. I fully understand why he doesn't have a problem with it. And I hope he understands where the part I'm coming from is yeah. the equal level of playing field is a big problem. So that's it. And and for our listeners, like behind the scenes, like I really did not want to talk about my side of this. Um we all discussed this and I was not going to get involved with this conversation because again i've seen what happens with certain things like this so i hope that i've earned enough of your trusts and respect that you guys understand where i come from and where i'm saying it and i'm not saying it to be malicious and say that you are wrong for thinking that or anything like that I'm just giving my personal point of view on it. I'm doing it in a respectful way, unlike some others that have been on Twitter doing it. And know that I care about 
all of you guys just as much as Wildcat and Dino and and Matthew. So And if you do have an issue with it, I was the one that told him to talk about it. Yeah. I, I also and, told him and, that. Oh no. And and everybody assured him to talk about and these assured things. Him <laughs> that our audience, our listenership is mature enough to be able to handle these kind of conversations civilly. But if you're not, my email is matthewbreaker at btwpvp.com. You may direct all your anger at me. He won't for tell this. you how the spell breaker, though. It's <laughs> not going to ever get there. <laughs> but he'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. But it'll be in Maybe. the show notes. <laughs> um, so we, we went longer than we were expecting on that. Um, honestly, with GBL, Spring Cup. Spring Cup's going to be fun. Okay. Uh, what do we need to do for Spring Cup? Top 10 here. Uh, Galarian Weezing is it, based on my initial sim seems to be somewhat OP. Uh, then you got Ferrothorn, Shadow Obama Snow, Trevenant, Obama Snow, Pelipper, Tropius, Arachnoid, Mantine, and good God, Shadow Maul while with Firefangs running around again. If you played Mountain Cup, you know what that thing looks like. Uh, but Nuts. Galarian Weezing with Fairy Wind, Overheat, Brutal Swing looks really freaking good. And if you just look one thing past number 10 to me, Tentacruel looks really freaking good. What does it sound like, Matthew? What does what sound like? Galarian Weezing being really, really good. And then Tentacruel being really, really good. <laughs> Sounds like just a car. Oh my gosh. It does. <laughs> Except for this is you a great know what's league. so funny is I don't have any of those for great league <laughs> level. <laughs> oh my god, he's got he's got level fifty ones. But... I got level fifty ones, but that's it. That's it. <sighs> but yeah, I, I think looking build around. You're going to have to have one of the poisons. So either you're going to build around wheezing or lantern, which is weird to say wheezing because technically fairies. What you're really there, even though you're not using any of its poison moves in this cup. Uh, without there being any ground types, I don't think there's... Let me double check. There's no... Oh, Swampert is in this... Swampert's in this meta in ninth, it's number 68? Well, yeah, keep in mind how many grass. grass there is in the top 10. Like I know, but that just... You're still going to see it. Ferrothorn's going to be everywhere. And Ferrothorn is going to be everywhere. I think, we, literally, if you pick two and want to throw a th- Weezing Ferrothorn and pick a third. Walrein. I already made the team. Walrein? Yep. If you looked at, at that, if if you're one of those like PV poke, uh, you know, viewing the card, you have an A, B, A, B with that team. See, I was looking at Mantine as a potential third. The reason why I didn't like Mantine or anything weak to, to Lantern, because Lantern is going to be pretty popular as well, because there's going to be a <laughs> lot of Pelippers, um, and it does decent against Weezing, resisting the nuke move. Okay. Okay. And then, yeah, Walrein has the Earthquake for Lantern if needed. But yeah, I think this is going to be... This, this, in my opinion, will be a little more open than we saw with Mountain Cup, but still fairly limited. Yeah, you're going to have your... your definitely, I expect... Probably 20 Pokemon versus 15 for Mountain. I would say like 20, yeah. I think that's good. So learn your counts for those 20 Pokemon when that comes out. 
Hmm. One, two, three, nine. That's how you count, right? Exactly. That's how I right. count. Quillfish looks nice. It's a little too glassy, in my opinion, for this meta. It it, it seems like it could do good, but it's just it, it's a little glassy. It is a little glassy. Like even taking yeah. a brutal swing, it's like forty percent from wheezing. Like that's that's insane. Um, but I mean, like it says it beats we. It says it beats wheezing. It says it beats it pretty handily. That's a seven seven eleven battle rating. I, that's that's hard to flip. Well, it it, it yeah, and it, it does beat it. Crushes Obama Snow. I just think it's going to be a little too classy, but we'll see. It it could work. You could be right there. I just I mean I look at it as it's a water that's going to be a main main grass, and then at four sixteen with Fair Thorn. You're going to lose, but at least you're going to put up a fight going down. Like One that's ranked really high that I don't think is going to, in my opinion, be great is Trevin at this time. It's ranked high, but I there's so many things around it that beats it and beats it pretty badly that I don't, I probably wouldn't recommend using it. Yeah. Like the wins that it has here, Venusaur, Lantern, Ferrothorn, Tentacruel, Pelipper aren't at like to me that's not as impressive as looking at like quillfish's wins well not only that you pick you you all those other wins you pick up with you pick up, snow yeah uh maybe not maybe not tentacruel but you're close like i i don't see i i i hope people run trev because i think you know the wheezing Ferrothorn or Weezing Obama Snow Core will be really good against it. So please run, Trev, if you if you want to help me get some Elo, because I need that right now. I think I think I was looking at one that seems interesting. I was debating on was Venusaur. Because Venusaur looks interesting, especially with um Weezing being around. But again, if you have the overheat, like you gotta rely on the the overheat nuke move. But I still like I still like Venusaur. So that might look interesting too. How much does Brutal Swing do to Venusaur? Br- Brutal Swing does thirty five percent though. Yeah, I mean it's less than what. Yeah, yeah. I mean thirty five. Is that in Shadow or regular? It's against uh, regular Venu. Yeah. So even 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 if they just went straight Brutal Swing in the two shields, you're still going to lose that matchup. It it's not. I mean, it, to me, honestly, it's starting to sound like it might be a little RPS. Because there's just too many things that like you can go back and forth with. Yeah. Uh, and guess what? Shadow of Lola Nine Tails will be there probably. Lovely. A lot of people have that. And people Psy-shock. want to practice with it for re- regionals. Yeah, this is definitely a Psyshock meta. Good. Thank you, Astro, for saying that. So that's what I was kind of looking at. Because I'm looking at like some of the top ones. I'm seeing... You know, poison, you got Venusaur, Tentacruel, Glaring Weezing, things like that. And then I was like, okay, well, there's really no ground. There's got to be something that has Psychic in there to help you against these poisons. Um, And that's when I was like, oh, okay, well, 
Aloha Ninetales has Psy Shock, but then you've also got your Slowbro, Slow King combination there that has Confusion. So, you know, I don't know. Maybe having that in there could help. I don't know how. Just go heavy damage team and yeah, run run triple confusion <laughs> users and be toxic. Oh, I got it. You can run Togetic with hidden power flying. What? Get Why is that even on here? <laughs> That's a good question. All the way up to a hundred and one. Higher than higher than Togekiss. Higher than Sylveon? It's ranked better than Florgus. Yeah. It's better than Togekiss, Gardevoir, Slowpoke. (laughs) As long as I don't have to see Charmivar, Shadow Charmivar, I'm fine. Yeah. I like the meta. Cool. Alright. Let's uh, answer some questions. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! All right. So before we uh, start the questions, if you want to ask the show a question, you can by... um, Going to, if you're in our Discord, going to the You Want Answers uh, channel and leaving it there. You can um, send us a message on Twitter uh, at PVP, BTWPVP Podcast. Um, or you could go to our website, BTWPVP.com, and um, submit your questions over there. So, first question here comes from Khaleesi Fitzy What's the best April Fool's Day prank you've done? Can you do it again? Can you post a video of you doing it again everywhere? I don't really do April Fools. I was going to say, like, you guys know April Fools. I feel like Asher definitely has one, but I know I don't. What? I I really don't. Um, Huh. I like doing things like that when they're not expected. So doing something on April Fools like just doesn't. It's it, it's not original at that point. Yeah, it's not as as easy to do. Um, I I really like maybe when I was like a kid, I used I would do it, but nothing that my. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. 
Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Old brain can remember at the time, Khaleesi. Matthew, do you have one? Uh, No, I, I hate April Fool's, like, day in general. I just Ooh. think it's the most useless day ever. I like this next question. Food question time. Have you ever eaten Bojangles? Yes. Yes. No. Oh, Such good chicken. It's out of the fast food chicken. It, it's up there. Okay, I was going to say, be careful. Don't say it's the best because it's not. But it's good. <sighs> It's so. What do you think is it's the best? Five. What do you think is the best? At, at I can't get I, in no particular order. What I would put above it is what I'll say. Okay, Chick Fil A, Canes, and definitely putting those two. Is this just Zach's for like pieces. chicken strips? No, they, chicken, they, they do or like, like whole chicken breast and everything. Yeah, they, they're oh, like. Probably, I'd actually probably put Lee's above it. Listen, I don't know what that is. So it's a, it's a it's a chicken place as well. Um, Canes would be first for me, and then I think Bojangles would be second. Well, I, I, I love how we're all just disrespecting Popeyes. Like, get that crap. No, out of Popeyes here. is third. Really? I love what? Popeyes. They I, opened up a Popeyes. Popeyes. Sucks. They opened up a Popeyes by here. Uh, every, Where does KFC when rank? When I was having a, a... KFC is hot food? trash that deserves not to be called chicken. <laughs> that's food? This is, this is true. I did work at one. Trust me. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good. Um, uh uh yes uh so we've eaten at bojangles and seen the box they use for carry out if not i can show you a pics of the box i yeah, see they're, it. they're like the little squares square boxes mm-hmm. okay i've never had this right so you guys gotta tell me i've seen pictures of food uh the chicken spot that just to open up for us what is it called again the one that you had number one Astro? Oh, uh, Canes. Raising Canes. Canes. So, yep. Canes. I've seen pictures of that. It looks amazing on pictures. So, I'm looking at pictures right now of this place. The chicken does look a little dry. So, let me know. Tell me if that's wrong or not. That's why I don't put it in the top there. Okay. Because it looks dry to me based on this, like the batter of it. Oh, hold on. I got to make a third. I totally forgot about PDQ. PDQ is too. What is PDQ? I've never heard of that. Really? P- PDQ? PDQ. They have them a bunch of places. I didn't know if it's... Oh, they're around here? Yeah. I oh, didn't know shit. There's there's another place. PDQ is pretty damn good. Huh. Never heard of it either. Um, yeah. 
I've yeah, there's none around in South Florida though, right? The the Bojangles, the one, no. Yeah, Bojangles, yeah. So that's probably why. Yeah. Yeah, never you see it, it yeah, all P- the time. P- PDQ is only in Florida, North Carolina, Jersey, New York, South Carolina. So I've never even heard of it. Ah, okay. Um, if you had to remix your favorite and least favorite foods, what would you call the result? And what is it made of? Can't I ain't I have- mixing my burger. Leave my burgers alone. Like, I don't know. There's like so many foods that I hate. So it's kind of hard to pick. Yeah, I hate a lot of food. I love a few foods. I hate a lot of food. We could remix mushrooms to not exist. I'm sold, Astro. Good job. They they would make those better. Pizza. So pizza is my favorite. Um, And I miss pizza so much sometimes. Uh, But because cauliflower pizza just doesn't. It's not. Oh, no, it doesn't do it. it. It's okay. It tastes good, but it just it doesn't cut it. But so you remember how they made the Choco Taco? Yeah. Yes. What if they made a version of that, but like a pizza? Like an ice cream pizza. Don't they have that already? I don't know if they do. I need to know. I think they do. Yes, there's an ice cream pizza. Is there really? Brazilian people do this especially. There's actually a restaurant, I think, uh, around here, around your area in Broward. So hmm. I'm, I'm going to send that to you. Oh, yeah. If I've you seen it before. Yeah. Hmm. I've, I've, someone talked to me. I'm like, pizza with the, I mean, you like, can't dessert? have it, Astro. So why I know, do I you can't. want yeah. it? <laughs> I can't. So I probably should have sent it to you. So it would be because she wants to know what. Send it, it to him. Um, so instead of pizza. Pizza dough, waffle dough. The sauce would be the ice cream. Then like a hard chocolate, um, like that chocolate drizzle stuff that's hard, like to be like the cheese on top. And then you could put like whatever toppings, like Oreos or something on top of it. Okay. I got a burger question for you. Okay. Regular bun or pretzel bun? Oh, pretzel bun. 100%. Oh, yeah. All day. All day. <laughs> it's funny you guys mentioned that because I seen the video today where someone was making smash burgers and they had the regular buns and the pretzel. I'm like, whoa, that's interesting. I've never had that. Have you ever had a Luther burger? No. It's a burger between two crispy, creamy glazed donuts. <laughs> I I've just saw a video about that, too. <laughs> yeah, I've had I've, I've seen. Have you seen the grilled cheese donuts? They take slice of grilled che- or donut open and grilled cheese between them. Oh, I hate no. this. Now I'm hungry. But I had so normally. I think you can you mainly get them at like carnivals or like fairs, things like that. It's definitely a fair food. Um, if someone could actually eat an entire one without vomiting, or, or, have you had a grilled cheeseburger before, where the buns are two grilled oh, yeah. cheese sandwiches? Oof. Yeah, those those I've had that. I've had like the. Uh, macaroni and cheese stuffed burgers where like See, i don't care for those actually that, i don't need pasta in my burger that's just that that messes with the textures oh, it is a little weird but I've, I've i've seen it but there's a place uh in, that's in, in cincinnati that th- there actually is a few locations in florida called tom and chi that they do to the donuts the grilled cheese donuts i have to one day if i'm once i'm done losing some weight here 
Maybe I have to try and find one of those. Next question from Smiley561. What is your biggest flex? My arms. Wow. Where? <laughs> You're not supposed to say that. <laughs> Just uh, whip it out real fast. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Matthew. Any <laughs> balls? Oh God! Oh God! See, we were good during Khaleesi, so she could hear at least hear us answer the question. And all of a sudden, yes. just hard. <laughs> but Buckeye, hard stop. As soon as you <laughs> too late. It's too late. It's too late. You went straight uh, to it. Uh, yeah, I mean, trust me. I, I, there. He mentioned he's. We were, we were talking about it this, this this weekend. That you know, I'm, I'm purposely trying to get the guys to do better during Cleese's question. He's like, yeah, thank you, because a couple of weeks ago, and I'm like, oh, I'm aware. I'm aware <laughs> that we real bad. Real real bad. Fast. Well, now that I know, I'll be more conscious of it. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming flex uh, is is as in, a, as in Pokemon. I'm assuming so. I, I don't. Nahundo Shadow Me Too. Yeah, I. Get you know what? I knew he answer. Was, I was going to answer it for him. I was him. literally going to say the same thing about I had him. to before you had the chance. Mine's my. And it's funny that I'm saying this, but my shiny Mimikyu Pikachu. I would just probably say my Shlando Kyogre. Matthew? Probably uh, be my Shundo Steelix. Nice. I like that. What Disney character do you relate to? Example, I relate to Kristoff and Sven from Frozen. I may or may not have a voice for my dog. Oh, my God. <laughs> I need a video of this. I know. I need it. That's Can awesome. Can you guys sing I have, the reindeer song? I have song? heard it. I have heard it. Uh, I want to hear him do the reindeer song. Reindeers are better than people. Finn, don't you think that's so? Uh, I'm a hundred. I'm Peter Pan, a hundred percent. That's why it's my favorite movie. I relate. I never want to grow up, and I never will. Okay. Um, I, I don't know. I was probably say Aladdin for some reason, but I'll go with that one. Aladdin. Okay. Uh, I'm probably gonna go with Flynn Rider, just a poor boy trying to get by that fell into his princess. Aww, <laughs> look at that! And my wife will never even hear that if that I makes know. you guys feel better. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Uh, how many of y'all threw away them cargo shorts? I never had them to throw away. Smiley, I did throw them away. <laughs> I wore I used a pair to today. I almost sent a picture to Greg just for fun. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Look, I'm a fat guy. My short selection is limited in in the first place. I wear what I can find. Okay. Yeah, I can see that, but at the same time, it's. I think a lot of it is in confidence too. Because oh, I don't mind. I don't mind wearing cargo shorts at all. Oh yeah. See, there you go. Yeah. But like I saw. I saw a couple bigger guys out in North Carolina rocking the uh, the chubby shorts. If you don't know what chubby shorts are, you won't um, see me in those. They are just a little longer than what we would used to call Daisy Dukes. Chinos, they're chinos. Uh, I think they're they're shorter tad, than chino. They're a tad shorter, but they're 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 chinos. They're they're like. Five inches, like a five inch inseam. I, I have a pair of chinos actually that I wear and I will wear this summer. There you go. 
See, I don't see. It, just I just don't mind the cargo shorts. I'm a. Uh, I'm very specific with my shorts. Flat front and inseam has to be no longer than seven inches. Let's be honest. Asher wears jean shorts. I don't. I can see that. Not really? I can see that. You, yeah, I can see you pulling the it off. The only though. time I ever wore <laughs> jean shorts was when I worked at Hot Topic, and they were the the skinny jeans that the kids would cut off. We would cut off at the jorts. Knee. They were jorts. They were literally real jorts. Yeah, like that was it. But that was like the scene that I was in. We all wore those, and I wore did them. You, like twice. Did you have your uh, calf tattoo then? I did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I had a septum piercing at that time too. And I was, my ears were stretched out to like almost an inch. Actually, no, they were an inch. So those were the days. <laughs> uh, <laughs> next question from Zardboy TCG. Uh, this is my second proper season playing GBL. I get to level 20 easy enough with a starting elo around 1850, 1950. Oh, me and Sarboy. Okay. And then just stall. And it's such a grind and struggle to try and get to ace. What's the next step to getting better and moving up the ranks? My mon are IV checked and move sets match PV poke, but I don't count. And my knowledge of typings could get better. Oh, this is this is actually disrespectful. <laughs> this is this I is your can, time. This I is your moment. I, I will tell. Counting is not the next step. I agree. Get, knowing your matchups is the next step. Understanding the typing and what is good against what and what moves things have. That's where you have to focus your next learning. The step after that. Then is working on counting. Yes. Would you agree with that, Dina? Yeah, I kind of, I, I kind of want to see what Asher says, and I'll, I'll respond afterwards. Okay, so yeah, um, so I was gonna the the one thing I was gonna say is is knowing typings. Um, the other thing that I would say is if you're stalling out before Ace, um, you could be forcing your battles. Um, so one thing I've noticed when I get, so I have, I'm like just a little bit up above, like above where you're at. So I'm not trying to sound better or any sort, like I hit ACE and then I stall between 2000 and 2500. I've hit it, hit vet twice in the entire time I've been playing GBL um, and it it hasn't been consistent, but I know why it's because I force my battles. Like I'm sitting down and I'm saying, okay, I'm playing all my set. And then I go five Oh, and then I'm like, yes, I'm going to keep going. And then I go two three and then I'm going two three. And then I'm like, okay, I should stop, but I'm not. And I keep going and I keep going. And next thing I know, I went from 2200 down to 2000. Um so don't force your battles and the other big thing is and this is uh what is it a do as I say not as I do uh cuz I don't do this as much as I should find someone 
that you can record and send your battles to to give you tips. Because I will say this when I was sending my battles to Dino and Wildcat and, you know, they were helping me were the seasons that I hit. I hit vet. Yeah, I I always tell him, send me your battles, record, record. But when was the last time I got a video, Astro? (laughs) But just to go off what you were saying, I I agree (laughs) to everything that he said. Um, Definitely what Wildcat was saying. Definitely the typing is very, like, very important because knowing that helps you knowing the matchup and counting is definitely something afterwards. Uh, something that really helped me catapult my my skills, I would say, is watching Twitch streamers. That that really helped me just watching and understanding how they understand the game is a huge thing. Hearing their things like saying like how they play and stuff like that. I feel like if you got time to watch their VODs or even like live, I feel like that's definitely something that you should watch. And I feel like you'll improve your play and understand the meta a little bit better that way. Uh, next one from shade. Uh, so after a hundred episodes, it's really cool to see how the show has grown. Wish I had done PVP two years ago, but oh, well things I've learned so far. Astro needs to set an alarm to do his megas. <laughs> uh, Astro sleeps through sets way too often. Astro should keep 20 charge TMs at all times to prep for frustration. So my question is, What's your favorite moments during the podcast? <laughs> Our favorite Astro moments, what I wanted to take this as? It's just... And he was just getting so, freaking... Like, that was amazing. Your, what's your favorite moments du- doing the podcast? I think I think my favorite moment was when we heard Astro sleeping. Oh my god. <laughs> I, you know what as much as i fell asleep it was literally i've never laughed that hard at, 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 in our episode like i listened to us and was dying i was crying i was laughing so hard the snoring um, just put the the cherry on top that was amazing yeah yeah that's that, that i that think was that's, a great moment i think that's going down in in, the, in history for the show <laughs> I don't think anything's going to beat that. It's going to be real tough. It's, it is going to be tough. I think like the only thing is like maybe if like. I don't know. One I of can't us, even think of anything. Maybe one of like us, someone shit their pants during a stream or something. But Astro vomiting during stream? Nope. See? Like, <laughs> no, that was the, the sleeping. The sleeping. Yeah. That's, the yeah. sleeping that was, is it's real hard. I that's think real, the, just the first entire show we had greg on too like every time we have greg on it's hilarious but those shows stick out so much in my mind just because how hard i laugh yeah uh i also enjoyed when we um joined uh rtc that was that was a good time (laughs) i know that wasn't on our podcast but yeah it, it was a good time uh on a serious note how do you decide when to or what pokemon to shield I get the special glass lead slash closer like Shadow Mawile or Camera Up during Mountain Cup, but have a hard time when it's uh, it's bulkier Mons or there isn't a clear way to use them. Ooh, I like this question because because Lyle Lyle actually asked me this, but he's like, "So what are you doing different?" 
because he's noticed that my play has gotten better and I, I and I'm trying to number I am counting now a lot more than I used to. I have completely changed the way I shield. I am now purposely saving shields for much later in battles than I ever did before because I've learned what my Pokemon can take. And this goes back to learning typings and learning the moves being thrown. It's part of that is you're learning what your Pokemon can take from the opposing Pokemon. Because in the end, that's going to help you more appropriately shield. For example, I know without doubt that my Umbreon, typically if I'm up against a um, Noctowl, if I don't care about winning winning switch, doesn't need to shield because it can take three to four um, charge moves and still keep dishing out damage. So understanding, going back to understanding matchups helps you shield better. And that is the one thing I noticed this weekend watching what I seeing what I was doing versus seeing what I see on stream. I noticed my play aligned up to that much more. I went into, you know, one Pokemon left with two shields more often than I ever had before. Because I just started understanding more what, when I actually really need to shield because I know what moves I can take now better. I don't know if that makes sense, but yeah. Um, I was going to kind of go off based off that. And the thing is, like he was saying, it just goes based off like what team you're using. Uh, because some teams you do want to save shields in the back because you know that it can sweep with the shields up. But there is teams that where you're like you want to get all shields down in both you know sides, and then the back line sweeps because it can take moves and still dash like dish out a lot of damage. So it's just understanding, and this kind of goes back to like well, since you know Shade's not in, in our Discord, he can definitely like ask like, hey, like what do you think the strategy is with this team? Like, do you think it's better off I save shields in the back for this team, or is it more of like taking shields at first? Um, but every team I feel like plays differently. Everyone has their own style too. Um, I know I typically like to play with a team where I can sweep with the, the back line with shields up. Um, so if I have one shield advantage, I'm usually good. So that's, it just, it's just understanding, definitely asking a lot of questions and the team, team building and what you're running, uh, channels. So I feel like those are definitely a good spot to, to understand your team better. I I have a hard time with the shielding sometimes. Sometimes I so sometimes I don't shield when I should shield. Um so a perfect example is if you go back and watch the um what was it? The battle night we did on on uh, with Sosa Flow against um Pallet Town. Um I lost a matchup because I didn't shield my Scrafty from, I think it was like a knockdown or something. And I remember Justinio telling me, if you shielded that, you would have won. But my HP was so low, I was like, well, I'm not going to waste a shield. I'm just going to let it go down. And not knowing that if I shielded that, I could have counter down or whatever and and won that matchup um so that's where my thing is um yeah 
That's a hard one for me. Uh, next one. Can we get a section slash cheat sheet for search strings? Been playing since the game came out and literally just learned how to search for at frustration, buddy two and three, mega two and three and CP ranges. What else is useful to search? Uh, I still don't know a lot of them, but I did. I learned something um, that maybe you guys know already, but when you're searching um, like an at, at is for moves, um, like the move names. But if you are searching that at and you have that little button that says show evolution line, it doesn't pull it up. The, yeah, there is there's a bunch of them that actually like I didn't know about even now. Oh, yeah. There's yeah, one I have actually... to ask Wildcat a lot of them. He knows he knows a good. Yeah, amount. he knows he knows like <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm creating that channel now. It'll be under the getting stronger section where the infographics and things are. Um, it'll probably be a little while before I can put a bunch of helpful ones in there. Uh, but we will get get some helpful search strings. Um, the only question I'll, to, I'll talk to the guys is, do we want to make that to one where anyone can post or where should we limit it to where only admins can post in it? I think for now, only admins. Yeah, everyone Just can see so it, but only admins like can post. flooded with info. Yeah. But if you want to put something in it, you could DM one of us. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think the move one is important. Obviously, a like the if you're doing megas, the mega one is important. The um, the, the big one for me for PvP, uh, there's one where you can do like the zero to one attack, and then you know like is it four to five? Oh no, no, sorry, fourteen to fifteen or something like that for defense and and um, stamina and stuff. I don't what? think I give a yeah. There's like one where you can see like you can just literally after yeah. community day, you can like you have five hundred Pokemon, you put that search string. It shows you all the ones that are good for like PvP, basically, and then you start it, and then erase everything else. And I have that. I have that one saved actually. That's what I say. I have a lot of searches like, saved yeah. that I can put in there. I'm just going to need. A, where I'm on vacation this week, I'm not. We have not. After it every community day, I do the you know the 100 one, and then uh-huh. I do that the PvP search string, and then I ra- I delete everything else. So I still actually do. You just gave Astro a, a, a migraine right oh, now. <laughs> I still appraise everything because there are a few Pokemon that having an IV of five or six is actually more valuable. Something like a Medicham- Meditite, you want five or six attack, which would not show up if you search zero one. So yeah, it just depends. Obviously, you know, which if you're doing like a community day, like if you're doing you know a community day where you actually want zero attack, but don't always use it. Obviously, like he was saying. Um, but after like you like doing a Johto tour, for example, or some one of those tours where you're like catching 600 Pokemon, for example, you're not going to go through all of those individually, maybe. Or maybe you are. I don't know. But you can you can change like the attack number, right? Yeah, you can change it. You can literally change it. You go you can go from zero to six. And then you legitimately get all those like there. No, it's zero. No. OK, so it's when those oh. numbers, it's zero, one, two, three, four. It's the number of bars. Okay, yeah. Okay. That's what I meant. Sorry. So zero is none, one is five. One ten. is between one is would be an IV of one to five. Two would be six to ten. Three would be eleven um, to fifteen. One to fourteen. Four oh. is then fifteen. Hey. Okay, yeah. That should be one that, that gets in there right away. Yep. Uh, next one from Grinmin, Greninja Muffin. Do you prefer the current Master League rotation where we have one week per season? 
I think, of Master League and Master League Premiere? Or would you prefer Master League Premiere to be subbed into Master League for a different week? Uh, one week we have Master League Premiere and Great League instead of regular Master League. That way, the week we are currently having Master League, Master League Premiere, we can have something non-Master League. It's a lot of Master Leagues in this question. <laughs> this way, you Master League Sweats and us Filthy Casuals both have more weeks to play Master League or non-Master League Cups. I get the advantage of it. Question. I get the advantage of it. Um, yeah. I don't have a strong opinion either way. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I don't know. I don't know if I have a preference for either one. Per se. It's easier for would... me to keep track of this way. <laughs> but then again, the greatest thing, one of the best things they did is that thing at the bottom where it tells you what's coming up. Because then I know like, oh, okay. I forgot this cup was going to happen. That's true. Uh, next one for Frost Benny. What are the odds Niantic walks back on any of the announced changes? I'd say remote at best. That is too high. It is 0% chance. I don't think they go back on They've it. They've already got the feedback. <laughs> they still made the choice. Yeah. If they go back on it, then... oh. The I amount can see them not I will let loose on, on the change, but maybe doing like my suggestion, increasing that number a little more. I could see maybe that kind of feedback. Once again, constructive of this is the problem. This fixes the problem. Meet us at that. I could see that kind of yes. feedback changing, but to just say we're going to remove the cap, we're going to lower the back the price. That will never happen. I think realistically, the best we can hope for is them meeting us in the middle and increasing the cap. Uh, which Pokemon has the widest gap between its name's <laughs> official pronunciation and actual pronunciation? Ferrothorn, Drapion, Gallade, Renegrigus, something else. So he said the actual pronunciation, right? No, he no, he did not. The Ferrothorn. actual versus the official? The actual for the first one he said there is Ferrothorn. Wait, so the official is actually Ferrothorn? Ferrothorn no, no, no. is, is what so, we say. So Frost Benny is like, you know, the official pronunciation Ferrothorn to, to how it's actually pronounced? Ferrothorn? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So he said actual pronunciation. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it, it, In my opinion, it is Ferrothorn. No, that's the one that varies most. It's Ferrothorn. Ferrothorn. Because I don't I don't think what they say on, on stream Drapion, I in the anime I've not heard Drapion. I've actually heard Drapion in the anime. You are all wrong. But the thing is like I I'm, I'm gonna go back to like Ferrothorn, like where is the Ferrot where's the A? Like where is the that that makes no sense to me. Like it's the official pronunciation in the anime. So you're saying Drapion is not actually it's actually Drapion. I I've I I ever seem to remember hearing Drapion in the anime. It, but I could be wrong. So wait, Glade is actually not Glade? Is it Galide or some shit like that? Galade. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Oh my god. What about Rene uh, Regis? No clue. I didn't watch that episode of the anime, apparently. Because um, uh-huh. like, 
that's just insane to me. Rodriguez. That... <laughs> you guys are all missing the biggest. Get out, Astro, before you even say the it. Biggest egregious name. Everyone and their mother says wrong. It is not Zapdos. It's Zapdos. The the actual pronunciation. The, no, the official pronunciation is Zapdos. <laughs> and the y'all actual say, pronunciation is Zapdos. Zapdos. <laughs> wrong. It's Zapdos. Uh, and it's Ryachu. Ryachu. I, I'm totally not watching a video, uh, an anime clip to see what, what they say for Drapion. <laughs> well, while you're doing that, last I'm... question from Who's Your Data. Wait. What? Oh, no, they say Drapion. They say Drapion? it like the Drapion. What the fuck? What about Rindy Regis? Like, that's just one that just like blows my mind. Like That one I'll, I'll check later. I don't want to waste because I <laughs> could have sworn I heard Drapion in the anime, but no, it's Drapion. What the fuck? Last one from Who's Your Data 13. Are there rules for the plushie you can have on the stream? Can I bring the giant Do it. the eight inch Warlord plush? Do it. I have I, not heard anything about it. They have to be official merchandise. I know that is. That's all anything yeah. Pokemon related has wow. to be official merchandise. I'm so upset that I didn't bring my fucking plushies to to that. I and- totally didn't go buy a Gengar for my daughter just in case I made it on stage. I was my hoping daughter they... loves Gengar, by the way. If you didn't know that, just she loves Gengar. Thinks it's amazing. Great pick, great pick. Um, but yeah, I went and bought a, a Gengar, a small Gengar plushie, just in case I made it on stage, so I'd have it. Um, they don't make Scrafty plushies. I don't understand why. Um, well, at least not official ones. Um, if anyone goes to any of these things and they see a Scrafty plushie. Please message me. I will send you money and my address and money for shipping to get it for me and give it to me. Just saying, if anyone sees it, or if you just want to be nice, send it to me. No, I'm not clicking on that link. Click on the link. Is it for real? Is this a real thing? Sort of a plush. Go ahead. No, that's not. <laughs> that's the hat. I've seen I feel it. like that's and that's little... Scraggy, not Scrafty. Close oh enough. man, that's too no, funny though. It's you, not. you. You may click on my link, Astro. What is this? It's like that's on an official plush though. They won't know the difference. No, yes they, they will. will. Yes they will. No, no they won't. That's super cute. <laughs> it has to have. It has to have the actual like official tag on it. Lame. Uh, you take the tag off. Who? Then it's not allowed on stage. Really? They oh, have, dude. They have to be official. That that is the one thing. Does the Pokemon Ka- company does uh, Khaleesi and Buckeye still have the tag? I don't believe they do. They're all official about at events and things. But they don't have the tags on still. I don't know. I just know if it's well. First it off, should they have they've the. Never, they also know have they've the never white... made a a a plush of Scrafty. Wait, this tag or the actual big tag? No, that tag. no that the, tag. tag. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, they're talking about the big that says, one. No, no, that one says tag. that. Oh, it's that one says a, official Pokemon. Yeah. If it's yeah. real. Yeah. Hey, this this one says Pokemon Center original plush. You know it's it's correct then. It does say Pokemon Center original. 
It's not even you. a bad I price you, there. Astro. I got He's you. Like, it, it may actually happen. <laughs> He's going to keep that there. <laughs> it is. It's still up there. Um, next question. Charizard versus Blue Eyes White Dragon. Who you got? Yes. Ooh, that's actually Blue hard. Eyes White Dragon. Hands Charizard, down. sorry. I, I don't I, care. I actually, as much as I love Charizard, I think Blue Eyes White Dragon wins that one. Don't care. Blue Eyes White Dragon is like 10 Charizards. Blue Eyes White Dragon is the equivalency of Mewtwo in Yu-Gi-Oh. Is like what it's is that kind of trump card? Are, are we talking about the the po- the dragon from Game of Thrones? <laughs> no, Yu Gi Oh. Didn't that isn't that dragon white with blue eyes? The one that the the White Walkers are on. That would still be Charizard. He's talking about from Yu Gi Oh, Astro. Blue eyes white dragon is. is a Yu Gi Oh card. I don't know what that is. It's uh. Three heads, right? It has three in the heads? show. In the show, uh, Blue oh, no. Eyes White Dragon has one head, and then you could have Blue Eyes Ultimate Dragon, which has all three. Okay, no, that's correct. Guys are nerds. <laughs> nerds. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> all right. Yep, that's the, Blue the show. Blue Eyes White um, Dragon can oh totally take the out. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, uh, so actually before we get to the end of the show, um, I did mention at the beginning of the show, I did have an announcement, um, at the end of the show. So I'm making you all listen to the end of the show, um, to get to it. Um, so I just wanted to, um, bring this up to all of our listeners. Cause I feel like you guys have all been here through everything and our discord people and everything. And I just don't want anybody to feel like uh i just abandoned um but uh i'm gonna be taking the next two weeks off uh i'm not leaving the show um obviously you guys have all known that for the past couple weeks i've been pretty burnt out on the game um and it's just something i've talked about with my wife talked about it with the guys um just need time away to just refocus um relax and just kind of unplug for a little bit um so i know the joke around the discord is that i'm never there um but <laughs> i kn- i am um but just in I the re- wrestling channel I'll be I'll be much less like if you DM me and stuff like that, I'm not going to ignore you or whatever, Um, but I won't be on the show for the next two weeks. Um, And then one weekend, I'm actually going to be on a cruise and. Just shutting my phone off the minute I get on there. (laughs) God, I'm jealous of that right now. Um, But uh, I just I want to make sure that. I'm giving 100 percent, 110 percent Astro. And not not seventy five percent because seventy five percent is that's like ten percent of a real person. So, uh, <laughs> 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 um, so don't everybody freak out. I uh, I'm coming back. I'm just taking a vacation. But I felt like everyone should know. I didn't want anybody to like freak out. 
think is this that because I'm the reading. last time you took a vacation people thought the show was ending pretty much yeah <laughs> when we all took a vacation <laughs> at once oh, that was that was yeah yeah so you're not that gonna was, leave it uh, in my hands again like it's always in your hands oh you're the executive true. producer matthew breaker I haven't I haven't done any any shenanigans with the episode. So should we let Dino know nice. he has to host one of those two weeks now, or should we just surprise him that week? At this point, I was expecting it. So <laughs> Y'all heard it here first. Yeah. Pick a week um, you're hosting, Dino. You Probably can like tell week. that Astro won't be on the show when the time duration of the episodes <laughs> is radically different than what you've been used to. Yes. Yes. So like two hours, two hours and a half. We're nice. gonna make Matthew talk more. Don't don't let him yep. fool you. Yep. But um Yeah. Uh and don't be afraid to um if you're feeling the same way, like it's okay to step away. Like obviously, um I mean I host a Pokemon podcast, um, and I'm taking a break because it happens. You know, especially now with current circumstances, especially with the game and how things have been going. Um, it's totally understandable. Um, so yeah, love you all. Uh, but before we wrap up the show, big thank you to all of our Patreon supporters. If you want to, you can support the show for as little as a dollar a month, which will gain you access to our discord. Please support our BTW, our team BTW network streamers. I have Jeff three in sync leader, spark confessions, Kyle throws Evan seven, 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 one, three, Mythical Hitch, King Alexander, and Gracie Z on Twitch. Um, our Coach's Corner supporters, Rescue Go Goat, Mosh Pit 37, Uncle B Sud 50, Shoe Star, Herm 13, The Mustache Golem, The Snoop Nasty, Ryan Hood, Sasha McGriddle, JD Mojo Jojo, Hasui and Ryan, Shade, and Slim Sadie 2, our BTW legends, Thanks Obama, E110, Dave 49 Raptor, King Tom, GBL Luke 22, Clifford Mert, Zimbo Hanen and Soren Roses. Our Discord admins, Ray683, Fish on a Heater, and Lyles Jeff3. For more exciting content, you can find us on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash BTW, where we stream every week. And you could go to our YouTube channel, BTW PvP Official, where the Getting Good series is available. Uh, season two is coming soon um that's been a question we are we're i i am working on it is probably not going to be coming out for a couple more months though okay um yeah i mean watch the first one uh (laughs) uh watch the first series it's really good uh, especially for new people um and while you're there watching those uh you can hit the bell the little bell thing uh, to get updates of when we go live or release new content, uh, you can leave comments, please. Um, and then subscribe. Um, that's also great. You can follow us on Twitter at BTWPVP podcast. You can email us at info at BTWPVP.com. Uh, or you can go to our website, BTWPVP.com where you can find links for our merch store, uh, Patreon, our friends over at the Roundtable Chat Tot, um, and all that good stuff. If becoming a patron isn't something you can do, but you want to help out the show, you can by continuing to spread the word, 
give us a review on whatever podcast platform you listen to us on. It really helps. And we really do appreciate it a lot. And finally, thank you for all of your support and listening to the BW Beginner Winner PVP podcast. I'm Wildcat Dad 17. And I'm Dino. And I'm AstroZombie954. And until next time, good luck and get good. Nice job reading and saying something different this time, Astro. You had to read what I wrote in chat and actually talk to what you were finishing. I was really surprised. And I was like, (laughs) in my head, I'm going, don't fuck up, don't fuck up, don't fuck up, don't fuck up, don't fuck up.